and we are live how's everybody doing my name is anthony brian logan and you're watching and or listening to abl live oh we got a whole lot going on you already know what time it is two and oh undefeated within 12 months right because the last impeachment he beat that february 6 2020 here we are february 13th 2021 and he's beat yet another one and we all saw it coming this is of no surprise talk about anticlimactic good grief <laughs> we all knew what was going to be the result of this whole situation nobody thought anything otherwise nobody at all and we're here so we're going to talk about this whole impeachment sham this kangaroo court banana republic nonsense or we're going to get into it trust and believe we're most certainly going to talk about that we're going to talk about the the sham impeachment we're going to talk about uh andrew cuomo and the cringy rap video the hidden numbers from the nursing homes we're going to talk about quite a few things on a docket and more on tonight's episode of abl live and again i thank y'all for being here most certainly appreciate you guys if you enjoy the content if you enjoy what you've heard in the first couple of seconds i suppose go ahead and get the video with thumbs up share the video do all that good stuff also if you're not subscribed yet i don't know what you're waiting on go ahead and subscribe to the channel right now and i'd appreciate you if you did that yeah I always hide in the very beginning put the little logo up just so you know what time it is but i thank y'all for joining um if you want to hear this particular show as audio only you could do that on your favorite audio streaming platform whether it be apple itunes google play spotify stitcher anchor etc there's a link for that in the description box below you can also search for abl live on those platforms this show should pop right on up i'll put this version of it on those platforms at monday 8 a.m and then the wednesday show will be friday 8 a.m i'm also doing quite a bit more instagram streams instagram is cool because it's, it's, it's less going on. It's more just like direct one-to-one. -one. It's a cool little format. You can follow me on Instagram at Instagram.com forward slash Anthony B. Logan. I'll probably do a stream tomorrow. It'll be an open Q&A talking about pretty much whatever. It does not have to be politically related on that particular show. It's kind of similar here, but not necessarily the same way. <laughs> oh, but, hey, we're going to get to the whole uh, black scene. <laughs> I like that, uh, Ivana. The black scene, that's hilarious. We're talking about that in just a minute, but hey, shout out to everybody that was trying to talk about, oh, Trump's going to, he's going to go to jail. Nobody went in their right mind thought that Trump would get convicted. Nobody thought that. This was pure political theater, unnecessary, ridiculous, stupid, just foolish. And if you guys don't know, if you've not been glued to the news like me, I suppose, um, Trump did get acquitted. He beat the case 57-43. So 57 senators voted to convict, which means all the Democrats, right? All the Democrats and the two quote-unquote independents that always vote with the Democrats like Bernie Sanders. But anyway, all the Democrats, the two independents, and seven Republicans. Now, who are these Republicans that voted in favor of conviction of Donald Trump on the bogus call. Like, who are these people? Okay, hold on. I know I can find it right now if I just look right quick. Republican senators. Now, let me see. 
Okay, so we got Burr, Cassidy, Collins, uh, Murkowski, Romney, Sass, Toomey. All right, so let's go ahead and um, put that right on the screen so you guys can see it for yourself. These are the seven that voted to convict Trump on the account of insurrection. All right, we'll talk about the case in a minute, but let me go ahead and get this uh, screen here. There we go. And put that right on the screen. So again, Burr, Cassidy, Collins, Murkowski, Romney, Sass, and Toomey. Are there any surprises there, really? I mean, Lisa Murkowski, uh, Mitt the Snake, these are all pretty much people that would do that anyway. Okay, these are your never-Trumpers, your Trump haters. That's what that is. And this was just a way for them to voice their hatred for Trump. That's all to distance themselves from Trump, to talk about how Trump is bad for the party. Well, if Trump is bad for the party, then who's good for the party? Mitt Romney tried to become the president and lost. Okay. Oh, it was an Obama year. Do you think he would have won in the off Obama year? Could Mitt Romney have won the race in, in, you know, in 2016? I don't think so. Did he run in 2016? I don't know if he did, but it doesn't even really matter. These are your losers that voted to convict Trump that are Republicans. All the Democrats did, which is of no surprise. I mean, we all knew that was going to happen. So, yeah. But it's, it's not consequential because we knew what the result was going to be. You got to have two-thirds supermajority, 67 votes. And you have 57 votes. You're about 10 votes short. You're not going to get more than what you got. So there was no point in even doing this. All right. They could have been doing more important things. They could have been talking about the virus and the, the wages and all this and that, getting America back on track, bringing the economy back. That could have been their focus, but they were focused on this shame of an impeachment, this kangaroo court. They focused on that. So it was like, what are we really doing? Unnecessary completely. But Trump went ahead and beat that. And like I said, that's two acquittals, two non-convictions, two instances of beating the case within 12 months. The first time was February 6, 2020, on that whole Ukraine phone call. And then the next one is on this, this incitement thing. Shout out to Trump's legal team. All right. They did not have to really do much, honestly, because the, the, the outcome was already decided. It was already decided. The performance of Trump's lawyers or lack thereof was unimportant. You got Chris Wallace talking about, oh, well, their, their argument was stupid and it's a JV team. It matters not. It doesn't even matter if they had a good argument or a bad argument. The fact is that you, might, you didn't have the votes. Okay. The Democrats weren't going to be swayed one way or the other. They were going to vote to convict these um, moron Republicans like Mitt Romney. They were going to vote to convict regardless. They had their mind made up from the very beginning. Right. So we all knew what it was. But the lawyers did a very good job of presenting evidence that fights against this whole idea of incitement. So they want to say Trump and his rhetoric, the way he was acting, what he was talking about, that incited the riot on Capitol, on, on January 6th at the Capitol. But the problem is that they had been planning, when I say they, I mean those that actually did the quote-unquote rioting, they had been planning that for weeks. So how can it be said that Trump incited the riot with his speech that day of January the 6th when the riot had been planned for months, well, not months, but weeks ahead of that? The FBI knew, a lot of members of Congress knew, people on the ground knew, police knew. So how was that Trump's fault? You should have prepared better. Prepared better. Matter of fact, Trump was saying, hey, 
Law and order. We got to have law and order, right? We need to have at least 10,000 troops down there on the 6th. That's what he said. From multiple sources, we need to have at least 10,000 National Guard troops down there on the 6th. He was saying that long before January 6th even happened because there had been violence down there in D.C. from Antifa, Black Lives Matter. This had been the consistent thing. So Trump said, let's get 10,000 troops. And it didn't have him. You have pictures of one police officer trying to hold off a whole horde of people, just one guy. But then after the fact, all of us say, here come 20,000 troops. I was like, man, come on. Trump asked for 10,000 troops. You don't give it to him. But miraculously, on the next day or on that day, whenever it was, you got 20,000 troops readily available. It's like, what kind of mess is this? This is so silly. This is just blatantly ridiculous on its face. It's not even the thing they're trying to hide. They're letting you know that they're just letting this stuff go on to make Trump look bad. All that you really did was just put people in danger, just regular innocent normies for no reason, unnecessarily. People then lost their life and got injured and everything else for no reason. Okay? You did all of that to try and prove a point that ultimately didn't even work. You can just say that Trump got twice impeached and he is bad and he is this and he is that but it didn't work you tried russia first of all you tried the, the stormy daniels angle that didn't work you tried russia that is not working because they still keep talking about russia you tried the ukraine thing that didn't work you tried the tax thing that didn't work you're trying the capital riot that's not working nothing you're doing is working the american people are tired of it and mitch mcconnell I don't know what kind of crack you're smoking, sir, but you need to stop. What's the point? First of all, what's the point in not voting to convict Trump, but then saying that he was responsible? <laughs> if he was responsible, then go ahead and vote to convict. You just, a, you, you know, it's like, it's like a, you're talking with a forked tongue. Either he's responsible or he's not. If he's not responsible, then don't vote to convict, which is what you did. You didn't vote to convict. So you can't say one thing and then do something else. You can't say no. He's, you can't say he's responsible and then not vote to hold him accountable for being responsible. It doesn't make any sense at all. So I'm not really sure what um, Mitch McConnell is on. You want to go on this speech talking about, oh, Trump did this, Trump did that. I think maybe he thinks that uh, guys like him and some of the other establishment people have control of the Republican Party and of those that vote Republican, but they don't. They don't. And I'm hearing things that they're going to say, um, well, we're going to split away and do our own party. Some of the more neocon type conservatives, you're going to have the anti-Trump conservatives that may not necessarily be neocons. They're going to have their own party. And then you're going to have the Patriot Party, those that support Trump. So if you want to divide the Republican Party into three parts, all you're doing really is just allowing the Democrats to win. The Democrats are staying together, regardless of what you see with AOC and Ilhan Omar having their own little clique within the Democratic Party. They're still all Democrats. They're not going to break away from the Democratic platform. All right. So it doesn't make any sense to try. If you want to defeat this behemoth that's the Democratic Party, if you want to defeat them, then you need to have equal numbers or more numbers than them. Trying to reduce your numbers against them only helps them succeed but maybe that's the point maybe you Mitt romney's and all these other guys want to have the republican party with less people in it because they want to have one party 
like I was saying many times before, the threat is not the two-party system. The threat is the one-party system. You don't want to have that because once you got a one-party system, it's a wrap. It's a done deal once you have just one party in there. Now you become communist China. You want to have at least two parties to have different points of view, yay or nay. You don't want to have everything just be one-sided. You want to have at least two sides to the story. Now, like I said, once you get multiple parties in there, it becomes more difficult. Because if you have one big monolith type party, the Democratic Party, and they all vote one way, even those that are moderate, even those that are, you know, super far out there, they all vote one way. It makes no sense for us to have all these different parties that claim to be conservative that vote in different ways. It's just kind of a backwards way of thinking. You got to have strength in numbers, regardless of what's going on. But the issue with the Republican Party as it stands today is that they got to decide where are we going to go? Are we going to go more towards the Trump direction? Are we going to go more towards Lincoln Project? I'll talk about them in a minute. Or are we going to go more towards the old dog, the old guard, your Mitt Romney's, your uh, Mitch McConnell? Are we going to go that direction? And Mitch McConnell, well, Mitt Romney could fit in either um, Lincoln Project or old dog, but different story. Which way are we going to go? And you've got to make a decision. And if you pick the wrong thing, you're going to be irrelevant for a very long time. Okay? Very long time, you're going to be irrelevant. And like I've said many times before, the government is just us. It's us as people in office. So we have to make sure the right people are in office. Because if we don't, that's going to be a disaster. You're going to have that one-party system. You're going to have that thing where you must run and start coughing in your house. They can hear you outside with some kind of ultra-sensitive camera, and then they come to you cribbing two minutes and welding your house like they do in China. We don't want that going on. We want everything to be above board and safe and nice and fine. But we can't have that with what's happening right now on our right. If there's any division, we need to have unity. And a unity needs to be in the direction of Trump. If you go in a different direction, you're not going to succeed at all on a national level anymore. That's just what it is. I mean, I was saying for a long time, you're going to have a hard time winning even if you're a white guy. If you're a white guy trying to win, you're going to have a hard time. Okay, now, of course, Joe Biden got to be the oldest white man you could find that could run for president. That's true, but you got the, the color lady, Kamala Harris. Okay, and don't get triggered by color because I keep hearing people of color all the time, which is the exact same thing as color people. This is you, you put the same phrase... Color people backwards with the oven in the middle. It's people of color. But anyway, you got the color lady, Kamala Harris. She's in there for the minority representation. You got the South Asian and also the black American and also a woman. You get all those things wrapped up into one. And then when Joe Biden's like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I'm pretty much done. I'm, I'm a wreck. My body is tired. They'll just put her in there. And then. She'll fit all the categories. It'll be a big celebration on their side. But the funny part is that those that voted for Kamala and Joe and the Democratic Party are not really getting what they want. Um, I said it in the last stream. If you guys follow the, the Biden L's Twitter account, oh, it's the best. It's, it's beautiful. Biden L's, you know, Joe Biden, B-I-D-E-N, B-I-D-E-N, L's, L-S. They post... Um, status updates from people that are upset about their vote. Are you guys doing this fake impeachment? It didn't go anywhere, but my stimmy check didn't get here yet. Well, hey, you, you get what you asked for. That's what you wanted, right? You wanted 
um, the Democrats to be in power. You want it, um, you know, you want it to be vindictive against Trump. You want it to go out and harass Trump and hurt Trump. Okay, well, you got it. Orange man bad. Okay, cool. You got it. Well, they're going to focus on orange man bad and doing things that don't make any sense. That won't go anywhere rather than the economic promises they gave you. Rather than giving you the semi check, rather than, you know, helping you in the country. Oh, we'll go do the impeachment walk again. We'll do the talking dance for, what was that, like a week? Or what, three or four days that whole thing lasted? Complete waste of time. And if that cost any money, that was unnecessary. Waste of time, waste of money, just a big waste. Just to get embarrassed, again, on the Democratic side. Exactly, uh, Internet. You get what you voted for. You get what you voted for. Don't be, don't, don't cry about it. You got what you voted for. So it is what it is. All right. Oh, they, they voted their conscience in the Republican party. I ain't trying to hear this vote on my conscience. You know, the, the funniest thing to me is people that talk about morality and politics and the morality in politics and no morality. Morality is not, morality is not really the name of the game. The name of the game is doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, Handling responsibilities. Morality ain't the name of the game because that's subjective. People have their own interpretation of what morality is. Some say that it's moral to kill babies at nine months. I say it's not, but who's right or who's wrong? How about let's just have a public debate about it and look at what life is and get down to the core of some real things, some evidence, some science, as the cool kids say. Believe the science. Okay, well, how about when a baby is a baby? But I'm going down a rabbit hole. My point is that this whole moral argument, that's just the way people that that's a way for those that feel like things aren't going right to feel good about themselves. They say, you know what? I voted my conscience. I did the right thing morally. All right. Well, check it out. You're still not getting what you need. You're still not achieving results. So what are we even talking about? This whole moral thing, you can just that's for the birds. All right. Just do what's right. And I think those of us that are on the right are doing what's correct, what is appropriate for the nation to go forward what will make the best sense for us to succeed as a nation right your moral thing that should be your personal you know virtue not what you put on paper but that's just my opinion anyway <laughs> yeah i said it your, your morality should be what you do properly in your own life with the law and how you vote that shouldn't really be based on morals it's about what's right People talking about, oh, this Republican senator voted his morals. His morals? What's morals got to do with it, man? Like, vote about what's right. Do the correct thing. Do what you got sent there to do. Do your job. If you're a Republican senator and you're talking about, oh, I voted my conscience to um, convict Trump. If he gets convicted, then you're going to be in the worst situation. This is just a logical thing that we should know as grown adults. But... You know, people just want to make political statements and, you know, personal, vindictive, kind of girly schoolgirl type stuff. Right. Yeah. So shout out to Trump. Orange man's not bad. Two and no. Haters are mad. So my question to you guys is this in the chat. What will the media do next? What will Democrats do next? Are they going to focus on Joe Biden and his presidency and all these executive orders he signed? Over the past month or so, what's it like? 52 orders he signed? I mean, all he does every day when they trot him out there from his basement after his morning um, banana pudding, they put him in a chair and say, okay, matter of fact, before you go to the chair, go to the podium right quick. Stand right there, read a teleprompter, and then go to your chair 
and sign these papers. <laughs> That's pretty much all he does. Oh, they had him outside the other day in his uh, bomber jacket with some blue jeans playing with his dogs and those cardboard cutout hearts. Did you guys see that? They had him out there doing that, and that's fine. <laughs> so to have like little, you know, corny, heartwarming moments out there on the White House lawn. And these these little hearts are so ridiculous. All right, I'm going to show you guys these hearts. All right, people were talking about, oh, Melania Trump would never. This is the best thing in the world, all this, that, and the third. But yeah, now these are cardboard. You could have sprung for polyurethane or something like that. You know, get some epoxy on these things because you get one snowflake. Them things are going to be shrinking like <laughs> shrink, shrinking, wilting like weeds, basically, with some with some brown dope sprayed on it. So that's what they had out there on the, on the White House lawn. And then they showed Jill, doctor, pardon me, doctor Jill Biden and Joe Biden out there, you know, just frolicking around the little cardboard cutout hearts and playing with the dogs, all this and that. Okay, that's great. That's fine. But what are you going to do about the economy? What are you going to do about these stimmy checks if people need them? What are you going to do about your promises that you gave to the American people? And, and the funny part about this whole administration and the hypocrisy that goes on, which is really big in the Democratic Party, they're talking about how, you know, Trump, orange man, bad, all this and that for having the so-called kids in cages. When this man, Joe Biden, well, not Joe Biden, his team, his handlers reopened cages that Donald Trump had closed that Barack Obama opened. So let me get this straight. Obama opened so-called cages to put kids in that are coming across the border illegally, unaccompanied, by coyote, and et cetera. Trump closes some of them because he has tighter border security. He doesn't need them. Joe Biden loosens border security, reopens the cages, and builds more cages but somehow Trump was bad for putting kids in cages and not Obama and Biden. Does it make any sense to you? Does it make any sense to me? But that's where we're at now. There's a politics. Things don't make any sense at all. People just do stuff. They just vote a certain kind of way and believe whatever the media tells them. People could see the media say, hey, you know what? The sky is not blue and it's purple and green and orange and pink. They're going to believe it. I could be like, hey, man, it's a nice day. The sky's blue. No, it's not. It's really purple. It's like, sir, watching too much TV. Put the TV down. Put the MS-13 crap pipe down. Put it away. It's right in your brain. That's what's going on right now with people in this whole uh, impeachment scandal. But like I said, Trump beat the case. 57 to 43. Seven senators voted on the Republican side to impeach him. I mean, to, to convict him. Pardon me. To convict him on the charge of incitement, but there's nothing there. Uh, Trump's lawyers did a bang up job, knocked it out the park. The one thing that they showed that I hope people were able to see, because most people didn't watch the impeachment. I watched it a little bit here and there. But what I hope is that people were able to see all the lies that were debunked from the left by the right. You understand? They're talking about, oh, good people on both sides. That's the worst thing anybody ever said as far as Charlottesville. But there were good people on both sides. That's a fact. And if the media were to play his words in full and not cut it off, edit it selectively, then you would hear that. Trump said, hey, there are good people on both sides, not the Nazis, not the white supremacists or anybody like that. I condemn them totally. But aside from that, there were good people on both sides of the argument. 
about a station about, about the statue that was on the campus or New Bradley campus of UVA in Virginia. That was the whole thing. Somewhere out there to support a statue, somewhere out there against a statue. That was the conflict. And you had other subversive groups that came from other parts of the country to come in there and cause problems. The white supremacists, the neo-Nazis, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, they were like the fight club that arrived to do whatever they do. The regular normies that were there on both sides of the actual debate were not involved with that. But the media wants to paint it in a certain kind of way to make you believe a certain thing that's just not true. And I hope people were able to see that that did not know that so they can get that red pill so they can really wake up and see what's happening with this country with all the lies that they have been told. Okay. All the propaganda that they've been told and, and, and sold over the past few years. Yeah, the MAGA movement is still strong. Yes, it is. It's not going anywhere. We're still here. We're not going nowhere. We're stronger than ever. That's facts. All right. So, yeah, shout out to Trump's legal team. They played those videos uh, showing all the Democrats that were inciting violence. I mean, everybody. You're talking about Kamala Harris retweeting the bail link for rioters in Minneapolis during the whole George Floyd kerfuffle. Maxine Waters talking about when you see them at a gas station, when you see them in a corner store, push up on them, gang up on them, we kick them in his hind parts, all this and that. Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, the list goes on. All kind of provocation, all kind of incitement. And I think they said the AOC incited an attack on ICE. Like, she directly incited an attack on ICE. If we're going to go by the same standard that Trump was being charged with, then you got to charge them. And the most embarrassing part for the Democrats to me is toward the end when they were talking about um, calling witnesses. They had to vote, matter of fact. They voted 55 to 45 to call witnesses. But then they abandoned it. It's like, why would you vote for it? Why would you all vote for it and then abandon it after you vote in an affirmative for it? It doesn't make any sense. Well, maybe they realized what they were getting themselves into when it happened. If the... Um, Impeachment managers, if they ask them to vote for it on the spot and they're not ready for it, they got to vote for it because if they vote against it, then they're pretty much waving the red flag or the white flag, pardon me, you know, it was over with. So they got to vote for it, but then they can just go back and say, no, nah, we don't want to do that to try and save face and have the, have the trial come to an end. Because if you want to have witnesses, let's have witnesses. Let's bring Nancy Pelosi on the uh, on, on front row center. Let's bring Nancy Pelosi. Let's bring AOC. Let's bring Eric Swalwell. Eric Swalwell, did you have relations with the Chinese spy, Fong Fong? Did you do something strange with Fong Fong when you were, you know, XYZ age? Did you do that? Did you give her any state secrets? Did you have, did you give her access to your personal files and whatnot? I mean, it'd be too much. We'd be calling everybody. So they don't want to do that. They don't want to really have to be under oath and lie. They don't want to do that because there could be a future lawsuit. There could be a book written. And then that lie gets proven to be a lie. Now you're in big trouble. So no, they didn't want to do that. And as soon as they, you know, kind of backed off of that, I knew it was over. But I knew it was already a foregone conclusion when the trial started. But I knew the actual case itself was over at that point. Okay, no witnesses, uh, Trump's legal team destroyed the other side. What more is there to even talk about? This this charge is bogus. Let the whole thing just blow over and have that be that. 
Oh yeah, I don't even want to go get started on Eric Eric Fartwell. I mean Swalwell. That's a whole different ball of wax right there. But yeah, let's bring everybody out. You want to talk about witnesses and okay, if you want to bring witnesses, just bring them. Let's bring them out. Bring them out and ask some serious questions. All right. So like I said, shout out to Trump, two and zero, undefeated within twelve months. The first case he beat February sixth, twenty twenty. The second one February thirteenth, twenty twenty one. What are you going to do? Teflon Don. All right. And shout out to Mitch McConnell. I don't know what you're going to do with yourself, sir. Maybe you're going to retire after this term. Uh, don't don't run again. Do not run again. You're, you're toast. You're, you're kaput. You're finished. All these, you know, these weirdo rhinos got to go. They're talking about forming their own party. Who's going to vote for them? Some Democrats? All that's going to do is take votes away from them. So what's the point? It doesn't make any sense at all. All right, well, we got a whole lot going on. If you enjoy what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. But what else we got going on? Oh, let's talk about this uh, rap video, uh, the super cringy rap video. I may have played it on my uh, live stream before, but this rap video is about, um, what's this about? This this is about, uh, <laughs> hold on. Okay, I I I put my Instagram, open my Instagram, and I got kind of distracted here. So the the Gorilla Glue girl. Matter of fact, this this is a great segue. Great, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do this very well. Check it out. Okay, I did a little bit of um, speaking about the the Gorilla Glue girl last time on a live show. I was like, you know, the Gorilla Glue girl, forty year old woman with a whole basketball team full of kids. She was able to use the internet get famous for gluing her hair to her scalp she had a whole gofundme and she had merchandise and all kind of things going on you know possibly a brand deal coming up she was able to get a lot of money off of her stupidity right off of a stunt for social media right now with that bag of money she got she got a whole brand new car she got a mercedes now i'm not kind of, i'm not quite sure what class this is and shout out to Thomas Sotomayor. Shout out to him. Hey, one of the OGs in the game. One of the top dogs. One of the OGs of YouTube content, especially live content. But you have a girl, or actually, like I said, grown woman, 40 years old, basketball team of kids, went viral for gluing hair to her scalp with Gorilla Glue and was able to get a brand new Benz out the deal. All right? <laughs> so... Having said that, I don't want to hear any complaints about black folks not having access to the internets, right? Because this whole thing about the, the, the vaccine, black folks are very low as far as wanting to get the vaccine. And also we're very low in actually getting it, whether we want it or not. It's like 6% of those that got the vaccine are black in America compared to us being like 13% of the population. So we're pretty low. We like really don't want to get it or we can't get it, but mostly we don't want to get it. And the excuses are, oh, they don't have access to computers. They're living in, you know, uh, broadband deserts. No, no, no. We live in cities a lot of times. We live in cities. Everybody got phones, some kind of phone. You got Metro PCS. Matter of fact, I have Metro PCS. I got an iPhone and I got two. I got an iPhone and a, a big Samsung on metro you can get a, a cheap phone on metro for the low 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 right 
You can get a phone in the hood and get the access and internet that you need to do whatever you got to do. So I don't want to hear this whole thing about we don't have access to the internet, right? The excuses are ridiculous. And some guys that have a little bit of a brain know that we just don't want the vaccine. We don't trust it. We don't believe in it. We feel like this is something that we don't want to have. So they're like, all right, they can get it, but they don't want it. So how are we going to convince them to get it? Oh, I got a bright idea. Light bulb moment. Let's have a rap video featuring some cringy graphics, cringy music and cringy lyrics to get them into the clinic and get the vaccine. Now, if you didn't see my video on it or if you didn't see it on my Instagram, let's let's go ahead and play it right here live on the on the show. OK, we, we got to see it with each other. If you guys have not seen it already. Now, just a pause right here for a minute. This is DMC of Run DMC. Not just in the cartoon form, but it's actually him rapping. Like, he's behind this whole thing. He has a group. I forget what it's called, but it's like Hip Hop Health or something stupid like that. But that's actually him rapping. DMC, I will inspire. Time for us to trust and not debate. The vaccine, believe it's safe to take. Nine out of ten people won't get sick. That's 90% effective and legit. This COVID thing is real and it will find you. It's killing our people. Let me remind you. Back in the days, back in the days, there was polio, smallpox. Back in the days, measles and mumps, man. Back in the days, but because of the vaccines, none of those days. Vaccines, they work to trigger a Two shots, we got antibody security. We gotta act now. No need to wait. Get the vaccine before it's too late. For real. So yeah, that, that's his little thing right there. Hip hop public health right there. So that's that's actually him. Now <laughs> look, that did not convince me, sir. I, I'm not convinced. Sorry. I know I'm black and I have to just react to anytime music drops. I gotta get up and start twerking and stuff like that. I guess I gotta do that because I'm black, but that's not that's not doing it for me, sir. I need a little bit more than a whack rap song. All right. I, I don't want that. Give me something that's a little bit better. All right. Give me some actual facts and data and whatnot. Matter of fact, you could put it on the Internet. And the funny part is they say that we don't have the Internet, but this is on the Internet. <laughs> they got a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's like, come on. Y'all are dumb. That's not going to do it for me, sir. All right. I, I'm seeing reports. People just getting the, the vaccine and passing out, dying, all types of stuff. I'm not saying that it will most certainly cause you to die or pass out, but I have seen reports of that happening and nobody can say that it's false. And we got all kind of, you know, negative history in recent history, not back in the 1850s and slavery and stuff. like. I'm talking about things that have happened recently. Tuskegee was 1970 when that was over. 72. OK, my, my parents were like about to be teenagers. Or matter of fact, they were teenagers at that point. They were like early teenagers in 72. Okay, and I'm not that old. So, I mean, what are we talking about? And then there's been all kind of shots that come about after that. The morning sickness and birth control and all kind of things that have been proven to be harmful over a period of time or immediately. So maybe people are skeptical about getting the vaccine. Just maybe the rap song is not going to fix people's skepticism. 
come with some real hard facts and deliver a product that can be proven to work over a period of time. And then maybe people like, all right, I might take it if I need to, or if I feel like I want to, but that ain't going to do it at all. You know, these, these stereotypes about black folks just, you know, hip, hip hopping and no, it's, it's just, it's just silly. It's just dumb. All right. Yeah. It's like, like a fat Albert cartoon. Yeah. Similar graphics and all of that. All right. Yeah, I, I don't automatically just bop my head and follow whatever they tell me to do in the rap song. I, I, don't, I really don't do that. You know, I, I read a little bit. You know, I can read. I have glasses, not just for fashion. I'm not trying to be Mr. GQ over here. I, I literally have bad vision because I'm a bookworm. I read a lot. You know, when I was a kid, I will always be in, I will always be like, like this in the book. I have my face real deep in the book and I develop nearsightedness. That's why I wear glasses. Without these, I'm blind completely. All right. So, yeah, shout out to Tom McDonald. Yeah, that's much better right there. A, a, a better song with a better message. And it's not really trying to convince anybody of anything. It's just talking about, you know, his being open-minded. And it appeals to those that are kind of open-minded as well. Or they may be kind of like on the edge of being open-minded. But that right there ain't going to do it for you. All right. If you feel like, uh, yeah, R.I.P. J. Master J. He's rolling in his grave right now. Rolling in his grave. So, yeah, R.I.P. JMJ for sure. All right. But that was some cringe for you. And if you want to see that again, for some reason, that's on my Instagram page, Instagram.com forward slash Anthony B. Logan. That is A-N-T-H-O-N. Why the letter B? L-O-G-A-N. And what else we got going on on the topics? Oh, Gina Carano. Now, you guys are talking about uh, The Mandalorian and Star Wars. I've never seen it before. I mean, I don't really watch a lot of TV. You guys may or may not know, all I really watch on TV is the news and HGTV. Okay, if it's about home improvement or, you know, tools or, you know, home decoration or something like that, I'm with it. Let's get it. You know, I can sit down with my wife. We can watch it together. And it's something for, it's something for everybody. She's looking at the, the colors and the treatments. I'm looking at, you know, the, the types of wood and the tools and breaking apart bricks. That's fun. And then the news, obviously, I'm a news junkie. I watch local news, national news. I don't watch the shows like that. So I just don't know about The Mandalorian. So when I did my video, it was not from a biased perspective about wanting to save The Mandalorian or wanting to, or just liking Gina Carano. I did not know what that was until like a couple of days ago. I'd never seen it before in my life. But she didn't say anything that was wrong. You know, she got canceled, you know, quote unquote, fired by Lucasfilm, which is part of Disney for having some so-called controversial uh, statements. And um, matter of fact, I'm going to put some of those up on the screen if you guys did not see the video or if you need a quick refresher about what her statements were. What was so bad that got her fired from her job um, on The Mandalorian? Did I save them? I think that I may have some in the... Um, yeah, I may have some in the in the thing. Yeah, matter of fact, I do. Hold on. Let's let's do it this way. Uh, okay. Let's go, Gina Carano. There we go. Okay, let's let's do it this way. And okay, so you you can see them right here. It it, it won't show the entire thing because of how I got it set up, but you you get the idea. Matter of fact, hold on. Can I do this? Let's let's do it this way. Now that ain't gonna work. 
I'm gonna just go back to where I had it. Okay, so open up your businesses and churches. Put whatever whatever regulations you want to because that is your right. But open them up. You're telling me COVID nineteen knows the difference between a protest or praise and worship. I haven't been to a church in over a decade, but I sure would go now. So basically, open up. What are we doing? You can have all these protests and riots and whatnot, and that's fine. You can pretty much be elbow to elbow, nose to nose, mouth to mouth in these ridiculous protests, destroying property, but you can't have your church open. Why is that a thing? You know, what's really going on? And then she says, we need to clean up the election process so we are not left feeling the way we do today. Put laws in place that protect us against voter fraud. Investigate every state, film the counting. Flush out the fake votes, require ID, make voter fraud, and in 2020, fix the system. What's wrong with saying that? But it, what, what they're trying to say is that she's talking about stop to steal and that type of thing, right? Okay, that's, that's what they want to have her say. But it doesn't matter what kind of political statement was made. What she said was correct, period. And that's pretty much the end of it. And then there's another one. They're mad because I won't put pronouns in my bio to show my support for trans lives. After months of harassing me in every way, I decided to put three very controversial words in my bio. Beat, bop, boop. So that's the R2-D2 reference, right? Shout out to R2-D2. I'm not against trans lives at all. They need to find less abuse representation. Yeah, so don't be abusive and coming out trying to harass me and stuff like that with this whole pronouns thing. You, you know who I am. My name is Gina. Why have this whole pronoun battle? My pronouns are now beat, bop, boop. How about that? Is that somehow bad? Is that somehow wrong? It shouldn't be. Not in the least bit. So what, what she said was right on point. But I think this one, okay, here's what I wanted to show you. This one is what may have gotten her in some serious trouble. Um, let me see if I can just put that on the screen. All right. Jews are beating in the streets. Not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even children. Because here's a quote, because history is edited. Most people today don't realize that to go get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily run up thousands of Jews. The government first made their own neighbors hate them for simply being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? It's facts. Hatred is not good. OK, you hating someone because they're Jewish or because of their political view, or for whatever the reason may be. And that was like, okay, we had too much. You, you've you been doing a lot for a very long time. We've been wanting to fire you, so we're going to fire you right now based on all those tweets and social media posts or whatever the case may be. But nothing that she said was really that wrong. And this is what I talk about when I say, when I say the moral thing. These companies aren't moral at all because you're talking about Lucasfilm and Disney. All right. If you're upset about her making the, the, the comparison or the, the allegory or whatever you want to call it with, you know, Jews and World War II Germany, Nazi Germany. OK, if you're mad about her talking about that as relating to political people, then why not get mad at actual concentration camps happening right now? OK, actual concentration camps going on at this very moment as I speak, as we right here right now on this live talking to each other, there are actual concentration camps operating in China. And Disney is heavy in China, big time heavy. What, what was that? What was the budget for Mulan? That was a attempt at breaking into the Chinese market. Okay. Mulan, 
so the budget was $200 million. <laughs> All right. And it only made 70 million US. Hold on. Now, did it, they made 70 million, but where was that? See, they, they're funny with the numbers. They say, oh, they made 70 million, but was that all? Was that total? Or was that just US? That's what I'd like to know. Let me see. But yeah, $200 million for Mulan. And it was a flop. It was unsuccessful. And they're trying to get that money from China, right? They also film a lot in China. And you see some movies, they have a scene that's just like Chinese for no reason. All right, I'm watching Black Panther. So why am I in this Jackie Chan Rush Hour 2 type scene with the lotus the lotus flowers everywhere, people wearing kimonos, and it's like Japanese, Chinese, some type of Asian stuff is in there just because it's what it's got to be. I'm watching the Will Smith movie, and they're in Asia for some reason out of nowhere. It's like, how did we get from dystopian future in Kansas to... I'm in a Japanese sushi bar. Like, what are we talking about? It's because you got to have Asia or China specifically represented in these movies to appeal to the Asian market, mostly China, right? But you can have camps over there with actual slaves, actual sex slaves too over there too, while, you know, being quiet is kept. And that's fine. We don't want to talk about that. But Gina Carano got to get canceled. It's like the freedom in America is exploited by people. You understand? It's like you can not like someone's opinion and cancel them for it. But in China, you want to do that. Nah, <laughs> if the state says, hey, this is our opinion, you're not going to be able to cancel them. You can't do nothing about that. You have no recourse and no freedom of speech over there. We have freedom over here that gets exploited. Over there is no freedom and they exploit their people. It's a big difference. Organ harvesting, all of that, everything. Everything's going on over there and it's fine. It's not even a big deal. Uh, allegedly, I got to say allegedly for the organ harvesting, but I've actually seen pictures and video and witness statements of concentration camps. I didn't see documentary video of the concentration camps. Oh, they're in there painting. It was funny because one of the guards of the camp said, hey, what person do you know where uh, people can paint in? You can paint in plenty of jails all over the country and federal. You can you can paint pictures in federal prison right now in some parts of the country in America. So how was it different to being over there? You're in a jail and it's not because you committed a crime. It's because you're ethnic minority. But I digress. My whole point is that these people, these corporations, these woke warriors, are so hypocritical, it's ridiculous. That's why I don't. Anytime a woke warrior says something, I just totally ignore it. Because I know it's not really coming from a genuine place because they change their woke stance depending upon what the situation is. They'll be very woke when it comes to American things, but completely asleep when it comes to China or anything foreign. This is kind of how it is, though. Did it go to jail and work? Hey, my thing is this. If you're going to jail and you're working and you didn't commit a crime, what do we call that? But yet the same people who criticize Gina Carano, fire Gina Carano, have no issue with that over there. People that are innocent working in a, in a camp just because they're ethnic minority. But hey, it is what it is. Oh, and the abandoned children. It's so bad in China with the abandoned children. They found one child in the toilet. Like I'm talking about in PVC pipe. They flushed her down the toilet. Just barbaric stuff. But hey, 
we are the big bad americans we are the reason why everything's so bad in the world blame us rather than blame the white man it's blame the american man but i digress Thank y'all again for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoyed what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. I most certainly appreciate y'all. And we got a whole lot to talk about tonight for sure. Oh, and shout out to Dave Ramsey. A quick aside about Dave Ramsey. Shout out to him. Um, he has a really good system with the whole debt, uh, with the whole snowball thing. From what I hear, I've never really done that kind of method of, you know, Cause I've never really been in a big time debt problem, but he's really good from what I hear for a lot of people and by this whole system and his advice, financial advice, very good. And he was on TV saying what I've been saying for a while, talking about, well, ain't no point in having a stimulus check really, because if we're going to stay shut down, we're going to be right back here in the same time in a month or two months. And if you need a stimulus check, there are deeper problems in your life. Now you're talking about drugs and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe somebody's on drugs and they can't save money. But I think the bigger thing here is, well, if you need in the check right now for $100 or $600, it's like, all right, well, do you have a job? You know, and if you don't have a job, then why? Is it because, you know, you got shutdowns and the virus? Well, the best thing to do would be to open everything back up. Dave lives in Nashville and we're pretty much open. Davidson County is kind of weird, but he lives in Williamson County. So... Tennessee is pretty much back up and running. Where I live in Tennessee, it, it's all good. We're back up and running. Everything is open. School's open. Restaurants, food capacity, it's all good. All right? Now, if you're living in New York, then I don't know what to tell you. Hit move. Go to Florida. And don't bring your liberal voting with you if you're liberal. California. Try to escape California if you can. <laughs> Scrounge some money up. Walk. Fly. Whatever you can out of California. If you're living in a crazy area. Or... Matter of fact, I was going to say I was going to say go to a better part of California, go to like the more rural area. But California is California. You know, the taxes and whatnot are still high, even in the non-city parts. Even if, even if you live in like almost in Vegas, it's still going to be California at the end of the day. So I would just say leave. But um, what he was saying about the STEMI checks not really being the, you know, it, it won't solve your problems was right. We got to get down to the core of what's happening. And that's joblessness. That's the shutdowns. That's the environment in which these uh, crazy mayors and governors have created. Open everything back up. Let us get back to work so we can earn money more than a STEMI check. And that will be the solution. Until then, we're still gonna, it'll be every month. Can I get some more STEMI? Right after the first one, people were saying, I need another one. Immediately, they spent the first one. Can I get another one? Because everything was still shut down. Where am I going to work? What am I going to do? It's crazy. <laughs> say, say, don't come to Colorado. Okay, you guys are funny. Don't don't go to Florida or Colorado um, or Texas <laughs> or Tennessee. Like, if you're going to go to Tennessee, go somewhere, go small town. Don't go to Nashville. That's getting packed. Um, anywhere around Nashville. Mur 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 Murfreesboro, that's packed too. What else? Knoxville is kind of okay. Chattanooga is kind of okay. Don't go to Atlanta. Atlanta... It's becoming so pet now. It's becoming like super liberal out there. So don't go out there either. Um, go to a smaller area. If you go to Texas, don't go to Austin. Go to somewhere where it's not as pet. And I think what's happening right now, you have the home prices rise up. And that's going to cause people to have to go out to the suburbs as they come in. They're going to kind of go further out. 
in the outskirts. You're going to want to go to Atlanta, end up in Marietta about a half hour away. And that's fine. That's okay. That's totally fine because at a certain point, you can only have so many new transplants come into a place in a year. That's just kind of what it is. All right. Oh, but I got I have a question for you guys. Are you guys wearing two masks at once? Are you double masking? I'm not I'm not double masking. I'm wearing just pretty much my regular, you know, if I gotta wear a mask in the place, I might put it on just for a minute. And I'm wearing the the thin, the the little net gator jank. That's pretty much all I gotta do. On a plane, I'm net gator all day long, so I can breathe. But the two masks, I'm not gonna be able to do it. I gotta be able to breathe. I'm not trying to have a problem develop from not being able to breathe because I got multiple masks on that prevent me from being able to get oxygen in my mouth and in my nose. It doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, I think depending on the point where you live, you're going to have more masks or no masks. Uh, Florida, Texas, uh, you know, Tennessee, Georgia, less masking. If you're living in New York, you're going to be wearing two masks in your fine square foot apartment paying five grand a month for rent in the ghetto down in Tennessee complete opposite so all I ask to anybody listening to the sound of my voice if you want to move out here from your liberal area it's matter what you are conservative liberal just understand where you at you know when the Roman do was the Romans don't have your lifestyle that came from up north and bring that down here adopt to the lifestyle that's here that's just my particular opinion yeah, you got it exactly, Liza Jean. You must have oxygen to have your immune system perform properly. You got to have it. If you're not having oxygen, then it's like, what are we even doing? <laughs> Wolfgang says, I wear five N95 masks all day, every day. Hey, man, you must have some extreme lungs to be able to get any oxygen in. You're talking about a Hoover vacuum to get some oxygen in through all the masks that pretty much prevent everything from getting in all right yeah and your mask ain't working everybody know that the mask ain't working that's just Fauci said it from the beginning the mask might block a droplet or two all it really does makes you feel better and wearing two masks makes you feel better I think they're saying wear two masks to promote people going back outside and shopping again and stimulating the economy people are so scared to go outside because of the virus even with one mask on, they may feel more confident with two masks on. That's just my humble opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's pretty much how I look at it. All right. So that's what that is. All right. Super chats on that, and then we're going to get to the calls. Yeah, Denver coming. Denver's becoming San Francisco. Yeah, I heard about that. See, the thing about Denver becoming like San Francisco is the drugs. I, I mean, I say this a lot. People don't always like when I say it, but I'm right. When you legalize drugs and bring that to an area, it goes down. You know, Denver legalizing weed, bad decision because you get unaffected consequences. You get things you didn't really anticipate. It's like, okay, we just talking about legalizing weed. Why do we have crackheads out here? You don't understand how this whole thing works, you know? And, and then Denver becomes, it, you get people moving in. They vote a certain way. It gets more and more liberal, more and more crackheady, and then it just becomes a bad place or not as good as what it was before. So now you got to move away from Denver and go Colorado Springs or somewhere else where you didn't anticipate going from the beginning. 
Manhattan like San Fran. Oh, yeah, I've been seeing some videos about uh, New York. I'm seeing heroin users on the street, just out in the public. A lot of homelessness out in Manhattan, Harlem, all over the place. And it's cold up there, too. 20 degrees, I can't do it. If I'm going to be a homeless person, I want to go to a warm place. I ain't trying to go to New York to be homeless, but that's what's happening. Hey, policies, voting, you got consequences. You vote for a particular person, they're putting in crazy policies, it has consequences. If you got liberals moving to an area and they vote one way, there's consequences. They don't understand that until they are faced with it again. It's like, okay, I left San Francisco to come to, I don't know, Denver. So why am I experiencing the same thing I had going on in San Francisco? I thought it was all good here. You brought the decrepitness with you, sir or ma'am. Alrighty, but we got super chats on that. Let me get to those right quick. Let me get to the calls. Shout out to uh, Peter for becoming a new member of the ABL squad. Thank you to Apu Bakar Alpuff Daddy who says, "Hey ABL, clarification of Wednesday, February tenth, uh, February ten twenty one super chat. Helena Duke eighteen snitched on her mega mom. Got seventy four thousand GoFundMe for college tuition. Thoughts? Wow. Okay." If you guys didn't hear that, this girl named Helena Duke, 18 years old, told on her MAGA mom at the Capitol riot. And as a result of snitching, she got $74,000 in GoFundMe money and for college tuition. First of all, that's going to get spent on things that are not college tuition. I expect to see a car on a Snapchat um, picture at a certain point in the near future. College, I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. But thank you for your super chat. Uh, I definitely appreciate you. Thank you to Andy Ray who says, Trump train won't stop. No, it won't. Not at all. Sheila says, did they give Cuomo an award? Can I take it back? Classic. Hilarious. Thank you to Apple who says, ABO, you upped your A game this week. Awesome videos on Gina impeachment. Cuomo, keep up the awesome work. Rhinos need to be primaried by MAGA in 2020. A, it's going to happen. It has to happen. Because if it doesn't, it's going to be a problem. Thank you to Wolfgang who says, wow, the Twitter mob is hilarious. Y'all won the election. Why so salty? And I gave the GOP a pass. Had to prevent riots after Schumer's dog whistling. <laughs> and you know what? That's that's the funny part. It's like, why are they so upset about this whole impeachment thing? Like, we all knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. I, I told them it wasn't going to go anywhere. I said, look, this is all for show. This is not going to go anywhere. Why are you upset? I don't really understand. People are just so brainwashed by the media. They just get triggered by anything. They get triggered by things that have no importance at all. So what's like, what's the point if you even, I, don't, I really don't understand. Let me see. Apu says, Trump sent Navy hospital ship and Army field hospital to New York, but Cuomo sent infected seniors into nursing homes. Exactly. They had what they needed. They had the Army field hospital, the, the Navy ship, a thousand beds on it, but only 20 of the beds were ever used, but you stuck COVID patients into nursing homes and in the hospitals. Why? And the majority of those that died in New York were 70 and older. I think 70% were 70 and over. If I'm wrong about that, let me know in the comments. Thank you to Tara for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Apple who says Cuomo should be arrested, charged, and tried for culpable homicide. Thoughts? I mean, that's that's a that's an idea. It could happen. And he also says Democrats are bad people who would rather commit mass MAGA euthanasia 
Thank you, Trump, any credit. Sick, twisted, barbaric, wake up, America. Yeah, not only do they want to have that happen, the last part of that, they also want to have re-education camps. That's probably the first thing. Put them in the camp, and if it don't work, then you know what you got to do. Dig a hole out back, but I digress. I ain't trying to get too far off the rails. Thank you to Per Kalo, who says, still not tired of winning Trump 2024. There you go. There it is. And you know, that was the whole thing they wanted to do. They wanted to convict Trump so he couldn't run again. But now... I mean, what you going to do? Still, you know, you can't impeach him anymore. He's not in office. Like, they impeached him. They did the first part of the impeachment while he was in office. So that was their kind of loophole, right? But now he's not in office. So what you going to do? If he gets elected again, you want to impeach him right away for doing what? I mean, yeah, now we're going to see. That's right, uh, Darnell McGavitt. We're going to see election integrity. That's what we need for sure. Thank you for that. Um, thank you to Andy Ray, who says Alexandro Ocasio-Cortez Smollett. <laughs> thank you to uh, the Alpha and the Omega, who says Musk Trump social media news outlet on the horizon. Hey, I love it. Let's do it. So Elon Musk and Donald Trump coming together for a social media news outlet. Let's get it. Let's absolutely do it. All right. Shout out to Leslie, who says Trump Owens 2024. I, I like that, too. Uh, thank you to Hiram who says, are you aware that the same oligarchs brought both political parties? Eh. <laughs> thank you to Laura who says, Trump's slogan is make America great again. The last slogan is America has never been great and we suck and we'll always will. So let's all be poor and miserable together. <laughs> exactly. Right. We can't do anything right. So let's just be, you know, down in the dumps all together. Wolfgang says, ABL, why should the GOP split or why would the GOP split? Trump is floating the idea, yes, but not acting on it. The Democrats have been spooked by how much public support Trump has. Well, the Democrats, I mean, the GOP shouldn't split, but I've been hearing about some anti-Trump Republicans wanting to split away from the GOP. If they want to split away from the GOP, and then you have those that want to support Trump, and then you have some of the old neocani, and I don't know. You may have three different camps that get set up if there's a split within the GOP that's not sparked by Trump. Well, that's not started by Trump. It'll be because of Trump, so they say, but it won't be a thing that Trump does himself, if that makes any sense. It, it won't be this whole Patriot Party thing. It'll be the GOP not aligned with that that wants to split up. Okay, so hopefully it doesn't happen, but that's what I've been hearing through the grapevine. Shout out to Laura, who says, I love my real president, Donald J. Trump. There you go. Absolutely. Thank you to Adam for the donation. Thank you to Apple who says, hey, ABO, do you believe Tom Brady personifies white privilege? Why or why not? <laughs> not at all. Uh, he's just a great quarterback. You know, the GOAT. Best to ever do it. You know, I can't, you know, and I, I love when he played with Randy Moss because Randy's also the best, you know, uh, wide out to ever do it. The, the best ever. Jerry Rice, Jerry, he's, he's a great uh, wide receiver, Jerry Rice, but Randy Moss, best to ever do it. So when Tom Brady and Randy Moss were playing together on the Patriots, man, that was a beautiful thing. It was like poetry in motion. So give him his credit. He's the best guy to ever do it. And a white privilege. Just like Randy Moss ain't no white privilege. I mean, he's the best wide receiver ever. If you're a good quarterback, you're a good quarterback. Thank you to Ryan who says, I made some Aunt Jemima pancakes this morning. They were delicious. I bet they were. Adam says, they're probably going to go after his family. Well, yeah, they always do that. That ain't nothing new. You know, they always do that. That's that's basic stuff there. 
Man, they go, they go after anybody. Anybody that's affiliated with Trump at all. It could be the doorman. They go after him. Uh, Apple says, thoughts on cocaine Mitch, friend or foe? Foe. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, he's just trying to help and he's just trying to be part of what we got going on and trying to move the whole party forward. But foe. Cocaine Mitch, definite foe. Big time, for sure. He did play for he did play for the Titans one time. That's right. It didn't work out too well on the Titans, if I'm not mistaken. But he was on the Titans, yeah, and the Raiders. But my time, the best time was the Vikings. But that that Patriots time, oh my goodness, man. Randy Moss was a beast. You, you couldn't you couldn't touch him on the Patriots. They would have they would have went undefeated and won the big game if not for that stupid catch that I'm still triggered about. But I digress. Uh, Stacy Felice says, how do two beautiful reporters fight about one dorky guy reporter? <laughs> I, I don't get it. Also, DMC doing that cringy COVID rap was hilarious. You know what? That's a, that's a very good question. You're talking about that guy that got, um, we didn't get fired like Joe Biden promised would happen if a guy did something like that. He resigned today. Um, yeah, that dude, you know, these, a lot of these women, especially like, you know, liberals they don't have a lot of self-esteem they can be beautiful they can look like you know really nice but self-esteem ain't there so they get with this you know dork this dweeb that mr brown that got himself um resigned you understand apu also says what are my thoughts on black history month uh i don't really care nothing about it really is that really a thing that i'm really even concerned about it's just it is what it is you know, it's, I could take it or leave it, really. It's become like Christmas, kind of commercialized. Thank you to T.M. Andrews, who says, can we impeach the impeachment managers falsifying evidence at the Senate trial? Uh, you should be able to. <laughs> I, I don't see why you, why you can't. But I'm not sure how that works legally. Texas Sweet Tea says, Maxine Waters needs to push up on that wig of hers. It's always crooked looking. <laughs> Hilarious. Thank you to Natural Bionutrition who says, great as always. Keep up, keep up the good work. Thank you for reporting the truth. Will do. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Slamming Brandon says, it took like 30 years for those big vaccines to work. <laughs> Thank you to Wolfgang who says, that rap, how dare you tell me to go trust and not debate? WTF, stop with the propaganda. Stop, stop, stop. Stop, stop. <laughs> you are not God. Thank you for that. I appreciate you, man. You are so cool. 23 says, Obama phones are free and smartphones and bam, internet access. Just saying. Exactly. It, right. It's not, you know, you can get the internet. It's not a problem with black folks having access to the internet. The problem is we don't want the vaccine for the most part. Thank you to Mike who says, ABL, excellent cast. Shout out to all the friends, fans, ABL. Thank you, man. Texas Sweet Tea says, Rev Run needs to stick up to the sweeten and bubble bath. <laughs> thank you to Sharon for becoming a member of the ABL squad. And thank you to Tara who says, ABL, what about the feds trying to shut my state, Florida, off from everything? Yeah, I've been hearing stuff about that. You know, I'm hearing little things here and there, but that's not really going to work. You're talking about really violating states' rights. And it's funny how they're trying to shut off Florida. And I guess they want to say that if they you know, have state rights and they're somehow wrong. But during Trump, every state was trying to do their own thing, having state rights and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of weird how that works. They don't really want to abide by the principles of statehood 
when the next guy's in office, but I'll move on. Thank you to John for the super chat emoji. Thanks for being you. I appreciate that. Shout out to Angry, yep, for your ha-ha emoji. Thank you to Titley D, who says, Long live Gina Carano, hey, ABL. Wolfgang says, look, y'all still going to be arguing about policy for years. Get it to me check now. Like, seriously, get a job that's working at this moment. Wolfgang says, I wear, okay, I read that one. Thank you to Ambrose Tease for continuing to be a member of the ABL supporters team. Thank you to Doreen for your donation. Thank you to Wolfgang, who says, I've been told I suck, so I figured I'd be the best. Thank you to Tina for becoming a member of the ABL squad. Alan says, Alan Thrift says, I've already got the virus, so why do those who have had it even need to wear one? Yes, that's my thing. Okay, if you had it already, you're supposed to be immune, right? That's, supposed, that's what they say. So if I'm supposed to be immune, I got the antibodies, why am I wearing the mask? For what? I'm already in the clear. Uh, I, maybe that's not how it works anymore. They keep changing their stance every other day. So I'm having a hard time keeping up. And thank you to Natural Bio Nutrition for becoming a member of the ABO supporter team. Thank you to Math Reactions who says, did you hear that they will by next week have the signatures in California to overthrow the governor? Yeah, I heard about that. So there, there needed to be 1.5 million signatures to recall Gavin Newsom from um, California. Or you got to have that many signatures to have a vote. I'm not sure how it works, but I think once you get 1.5 million signatures, you are on the right path to getting Gavin Newsom out of there. Now, my issue would be, okay, if you get Gavin Newsom out of there, who are you going to put in his place? You understand? Like, here's a prime example of what I mean. In Portland, um, you have the guy Ted Wheeler there, right? Now, Ted Wheeler is a liberal, stomped down, not a very good mayor, in my humble opinion. But who was running against him? It was this, like, declared Antifa member. She got on the debate stage and said, yes, I am Antifa. She had a skirt with communist uh, people on it. Mal, Popot, yes, on TV. So it's like, what do you want? Do you want this kind of weak dweeb and Ted Wheeler or do you want a bona fide Antifa member? So if you recall Gavin Newsom, who are you going to get in his place? That's my question because California is still California. It's still liberal. So who are you going to get in his place? It might be worse, but hopefully it's not. Thank you to silently in Atlanta who says, Abel, you ain't lying about ATL. One KN95 mask for me when I go indoors. Instead of a cringy video, I watch real science from Dr. Ray Matthews talking about the virus. He was on ABC talking about how virus impacts browns and blacks. There you go. I'm with you. Thank you to Mary who says they're giving church to people who got the vaccine at work saying I'm vaccinated. Oh, so basically it's like a little uh, little name tag or a little uh, vaccine passport, right? Oh, we see we see what's going on with that. So if you don't wear your shirt to work, that means you don't, you don't have the vaccine. So now you're being singled out. That's unfair. Thank you to Darnell McGavitt, who says, now we need election integrity. That's right. Kirsten says, or Kirsten, uh, Kirsten says, if you move to Georgia, don't move to Atlanta or Savannah. It's terrible there. Move to Columbus, Rome, Marietta, Macon, Augusta. Yeah, there you go. Dalton, Georgia, that's not that bad, right? By Tennessee, that's okay. Yeah, that's probably the best way. Marietta, I think Marietta's perfect. You're close to Atlanta, but not quite. About a half hour away. You're right there. It's a it's a good little location. 
Rome is also good, kind of off in the cut. Yeah, you want to be out there. You don't want to be like right in the dead in the middle of the, of the cities. Wolfgang says, if you want a republic, be a GOP -er. you could be a Patriot Republican, Neocon Republican, Turtle Republican, have soap parties within the GOP. Works. Yes, correct. Don't have your own independent breakaway party. That's not going to make any sense. That'll just make the whole thing weaker. Uh, Bob Natural, Natural Bob Nutrition says, come on, ABL, you know T.O. is greater than Moss. Ah, T.O., I like T.O., but Randy Moss is the GOAT all time. Thank you for the tea, right on time. You said Marietta. Yeah, Marietta. Marietta is the hood. What are you talking about? It's better than moving into Atlanta. It's Atlanta Junior. It, it, but, you know. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Tennessee. All right. So, we got the calls on deck now. I thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you, if you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. Also, if you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel right now and click that bell that's right there so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. All right. And let's go ahead and get rocking and rolling. If Skype wants to work properly, that'd be fantastic. All right. And then we're going to get to it. The number to call 434-658. There it is. 434-658-1220. Seven eight oh, you're allowed. Who am I speaking to? Hi, Anthony. Hello, Liza Jean. Alrighty, what's going on? Well, you know Fleckus talks. He does like this week in culture. Yes. And then he shows all these bizarre clips. Uh, to me, the bizarre clips are that. Like Aunt Jemima and Uncle Tom's were exposed. Hold on, what happened now? And you talked. <laughs> well, you talked. You talked about Aunt Jemima, right? Being um, her family was making money for this. They all agreed to it, but no, that's no good, right? Right. And and then they're then they're exposing the Uncle Toms. Oh my God, Tom Brady. <laughs> How dare he win in Black History Month? <laughs> uh, but to me, the second Uncle Tom, and this kind of shocks me because I'm old school. It's um, it's someone from my hometown, Toronto, and it's Tom McDonald. Oh yeah, what what about him? Fake woke. Oh, oh okay, I I know I know he was from there. Okay, yeah, shout out to him. So let me tell you something. I've discovered something just to take my mind off everything. I will go, um, I'll kind of binge on something. And what I've done the last two or three nights, like I go to YouTube and I look out, I, I look up uh, fake woke reactions. <laughs> <laughs> and there's people from all over the board. I'm telling you. Like there's this one dude who says, well, I don't like him. I don't like him. But he kept pausing it and he said, I can't argue with this. <laughs> so we just need to find, we just need to find where we connect. Yeah. You know, and your show is blowing up. You're doing such a wonderful job. And you know that I'm honored every time I talk to you. Well, I thank you for calling in. You know, I really appreciate you for your support all the time. 
Yeah, well, our lockdown has just been increased for two more weeks for essential travel only in Ontario. And wow. I loved Rob Ford. Rob, Rob Ford, everyone, like, it's almost like, you know, Donald Trump, uh, orange man bad. Rob Ford was uh, the crack mayor of Toronto, right? <laughs> yeah. But he was fiscally responsible. He really cared about people. As soon as he got in, we saw all these differences happening in Ontario, like not requiring us to have emissions tests, just like when Trump got in, um, like people noticed that the taxes were lowered and stuff like that. I watched Rob Ford be piped in at his inauguration by pipers in Toronto. My brother plays a pipe. I felt the same way when Trump won, right? I don't know what's happening with the impeachment, I just know that it's really important for people to find something to be happy about in their lives every day. And if you can walk and talk and see, these are things to be thankful for, you know? Absolutely. Thank you for everything you do. I appreciate okay. you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. All righty. Last Jean with the good call. All right, Tariq, what's happening? Hey, man, what's up, bro? I just want to talk about this um, impeachment, man. Um, first of all, I'm glad that Trump got acquitted, man. But let me ask you, bro, did you even watch the impeachment, like, as far as the Democrats present their case? Not at all. I didn't see all, any of it. Like, the most I saw was, like, maybe, like, two minutes of clips on Twitter. Yeah, man, I, I did the same thing. And it's just like, it's 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 hard. It, it's, it's almost impossible to watch the Democrats present the case because you know it's full of BS, man. It's, it's, it's emotional. It's manipulating. And we all know what this is. This is just a personal vendetta against Trump. And this is really still creating a boogeyman for the left to be relevant. Because I believe, I don't know if you made a video on it, but, you know, main, mainstream media is going down in the tubes. They have no more boogeymen. So this was this is all about. And you know what? I'm more frustrated with the seven Republicans, really, who voted to convict. Because to me, it's like, can you not see what's happening to y'all? It's like Trump's defense lawyers put out a video showing um, so the Democrats pretty much doing what Trump said, we got to we got to fight and, and actually inciting writers to stay out on the streets and, and bailing them out. And how can these silly Republicans watch that and see that nothing happened to the Democrats and be like, oh, well, you know what Trump did is worse. It's 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 so frustrating to me, man, to see, you know, well, we already know sellout Mitt Romney is going to vote to convict. And I didn't care about his stupid statement talking about at the, at the careful review. Shut up, man. You were, you were always going to vote to convict Trump. You, you didn't carefully review nothing. So stop all that. You know, it's, it, they, they pissed me off with this after we carefully review. Y'all ain't review nothing. Y'all hated Trump. So him, and then you got um, Pat Toomey, who cowardly voted to impeach him, knowing that he's not up for a re-election. Then, of course, you got... Lisa Murkowski, Susan Collins, the same old clowns, and then that other guy from Nebraska. I forget his name, but he's a Trump critic. You know, this is why I'm saying we got to get rid of these people because it's like they understand that every time they go after their own, 
it creates a news headline that the Republicans are in shatters. Look at them go after each other. And then it creates this image that the Republican Party is not unified. They're not aligned. They are broken. And these stupid Republican senators can't see this. They cannot see that it's a media narrative that's going at the Republicans. Or maybe they can, but they're so drunk on their donor business power that they're not even willing to challenge it. And, and this is why every time I call this show, I tell your viewers, if we don't vote these Republicans out, you need to first, we need to vote all the traitors out in the House who even voted for the impeachment. They got to go. Liz Cheney, they got to go. And then you vote the Republicans out in the Senate who voted for impeachment. That's how Republicans send a message. And even if you lose to a Democrat, oh, well, but re conservatives have to stand strong because that is traitorous. It's like, bro, do you ever see Democrats doing internal fighting? Like, do you ever see them going after each other at any point? Nope. You, you don't ever see it, no matter what AOC says, no matter how wild the squad gets, you never see them say, oh, it is un-American. Oh, it is unconstitutional. Something needs to be done. They all stick together. It's it's only the stupid, frustrated Republicans do that. And it's not even, it's not even in the Senate. It's even Republicans in the media. You even got Megan McCain going so hard on Marjorie Taylor Greene as if she doesn't see that there's some conservative bias against them. It's it's even people on Fox News like Chris Wallace. Something has got to change, bro. And really, I don't even want to talk about the Democrats no more. We really need to get rid of these traitors. We got too many traitors running loose. And they are they are pretty much giving the middle finger to their constituents. They know you like Trump, and they're like, screw you. I don't care if you like him. I'm going to still vote him out. And what are you going to do about it? And we need to show what we're going to do. But OK, you voted for vote him out. Guess what? We're going to vote you out and tarnish you and kick you out this party. And that's all I want to say, bro. If Trump supporters don't fight back now politically and they. Oh, I think he was on hold. All I want to say, bro. I thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, take care. Oh. Hey, I can't say that better myself. You said it right on there. Like these people that voted to convict Trump that are Republicans. I mean, why? What was the point? You knew it wasn't enough to even do it. You just sent a message, you know, or trying to send a message. Now. I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to actually do. What you're trying to what you're trying to send? Like you, like you hate Trump. Okay, we know that. So what's the point? And telling us again, we already know what time it is. Maybe you're trying to just throw the election the next time. It's making any sense? Oh, but I have a good picture for you guys. Nice nice picture. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can go ahead and put this up here. Is that gonna work? There we go. Boom. And there we go. Now, if you guys can't see this for whatever the reason, it says Trump lawyers fist bumping on the Senate subway after the end of the impeachment trial. And you got guys big smiles on their faces, you know, uh, fist bumping. It's all good. You know, we, we beat that on to the next. Easy money. Easy money. You know, and it's almost like this is just so silly. So, <laughs> you know, and, you know, although the case was kind of like predetermined, they still did a very good job. 
They 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 earned they earned that check whatever they got they earned that for sure. I ain't even gonna hate. All right, so shout out to them. Five one eight, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, uh, this is Roman Tallahassee. All right, man, what's going on? Uh, not much, man. How you doing? Everything's all right. Can't complain. What's on your mind? Listen, uh, I I just can't understand how uh, Beetlejuice is still in Michigan. And uh, I'm just hopeful that we get all those signatures for California and uh, just wondering how many we need for Pelosi, you know what I mean? Hey, that's a great question. You know, that's that's a really good question. How many how many till we get her out? Because they're all part of the yeah. same family, literally. <laughs> in the case of uh, Gavin Newsom and Nancy Pelosi, they're actually related. Or it's like a it's like a nephew-in-law or a nephew or something like that. Either way it goes, they're in the same family. They're all corrupt. They're all bad for the country. They got to go. But my only concern about the whole thing in California is, okay, if you get Gavin Newsom out of there, who's going to take his place? Who will be the next person up to fill that particular seat? Because let's not forget, we're still in California at that, at that particular point. So is it going to be a conservative person? Is it going to be a liberal, a moderate? What are we going to do? But either way it goes, these guys that have well, been in there. If you think about it, I mean, Newsom kind of drove the, like, the population into the ground you know they're they're basically living in shanty towns right now so yeah you know, yeah it's pretty bad really over there. Better from there yeah yeah i mean hey it, it can get worse like i was saying like i was saying about um the mayor of uh portland ted wheeler oh yeah now ted wheeler was running again uh what was that last year before last whatever and his opponent was an actual antifa member like she got on tv and said yes i am antifa and she had a skirt that had pictures of communist figures on it, Mao Zedong, Popot on TV. So I was like, okay, uh, Ted Wheeler is bad, but the Antifa member might be a little bit worse. So we just got to keep an eye on that. Yeah, that's true, though. I mean, but listen, hey, I'm, I'm not going to tie you up all day, but it's uh, been an honor to be here. You know, you have a good night, all right? I uh, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Yeah, I was looking at California pictures, and it was it was really shocking. I was like, "Wow, are they are they living like this in California?" And just the level of poverty, like the the level of poverty and the high bar you got to reach to be able to not be in poverty is crazy. Uh, watching HGTV again, and they're talking about houses in Compton, five hundred fifty thousand, six hundred thousand. If to live in Compton and live in the hood with bars on your windows, you're paying five hundred thousand. That's on the low end. For a house, twelve hundred square feet, bars on the window in the hood, five hundred thousand. On a, like I said, between five and six, between five and six hundred thousand. Ridiculous. So, like I said, you got to reach a very high bar to even get to poverty in California, especially in the city, Los Angeles, San Francisco. It's crazy. And then, as a result of the you know crazy taxes, high bar to reach poverty, the drugs everywhere. Oakland looking like third world country. San Fran in certain parts, third world country. LA, same thing. It's, it's to the point where it's almost like a like a um like a ghetto or like a like a slum in India. It's ridiculous. In America be living like that in certain parts of the country. All right, Jordan, what's happening? Hey, ABL? I hear you now, yeah. You now. All right, good. Oh, my my headphones going up. Um, yeah, so 
this impeachment trial, uh, another waste of taxpayer dollars and time. You know, we really got we really got to purge government at this point because it's getting tiresome. Yeah, man, I, I hear you. The old people are thinking about a a third impeachment. <laughs> like, okay, but my thing is this: How are they going to do that? He's not even in office. Like the the second one, they got away with because he was actually in office when they filed the impeachment. And then they had the trial after he was out of office. But how are they going to do a third one when he's not in office anymore? How can they? How can that possibly happen? Okay, I think I think Jordan froze up. You there? Yeah. Okay, you good. Go ahead. I mean, okay. But um, yeah, this is Twitter we're talking about. So Twitter will say anything. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm liking the uh, what's happening with... Um, uh, Gavin Newsom right now. Hopefully the the signatures go through. He just looks like a snake oil salesman. Um, you know how last year when the wildfires happened, he's been talking about, uh, oh, you know, this is the result of climate change, global warming, all that stuff. And then this month, he uh, signed over 1,700 oil and gas production permits for California. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So because he was well aware that he has to save his economy, but he, he he's look he looks like a giant hypocrite doing it. So they, they all um, are. They all are. Yeah. And, and uh, you know what's going on with Cuomo, right? What's happening with Cuomo as far yeah, as uh, the whole the, um, the, the whole thing with the nursing homes? Yeah. yeah he, he lied about it. Well, his the aide said that they hit the numbers because they didn't want to look bad until the election was over and, and Biden was off in office. Wow. And and now it's like. Um, and um, hold up, I got a thing here. And now it's like. God, what was I going to say? And now it's like he he won an Emmy for this. Right. <laughs> he was praised by the press. And now it's like, well, and, and we kind of knew this because. For a year now, we were wondering what, why he did this whole nursing home thing, because he got people killed. And now, now the press is talking about it. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. And lastly, about the uh, Gina Carano thing, you know, I, I, I find it very um, worrisome that, you know, Gina, you know, Gina Carano was a, a wrestler turned actor, right? Actress, right? Yeah, I heard she, about she, that. She, she also did MMA, right? Yeah, she and if you look at her posture, she's like literally buff. If you've seen the movie Haywire, she did some great action scenes. Yeah, she's pretty pretty rock solid, like Xena Warrior Princess, two thousand and twenty. Yeah, and that also includes um, strength of mind too, strong thought. Yeah. So when she any wrong things she has, when, when she's starting to get some wrong things, so they have to rectify that now. Which it, I hate this jolt decision made by Lucasfilm because. I was I was getting more and more disinterested in Star Wars. I didn't watch their new films that came out, and I was on watching The Mandalorian because I thought that was pretty cool and it was it was getting good. But then this happened, and I'm like, y'all y'all are ruining your own content because now they have to write around, if they don't recast her, they have to write around her not being not only on The Mandalorian, but she was supposed to lead a new TV show called Rangers of the New Republic. So now the writers have to deal with that and they just destroy their own content. So Star Wars is long gone for me, man. I, I used to love it as a kid. 
I still had, you know, even though the prequels weren't as good now, I still have like merchandise from that era. Uh, and it was fun. But now it just it's just consumerism at its worst, man. I just hate it. I hear you. They, man. they, they. Oh, freezing up. Got the okay. We we frozen up. <laughs> you there? Go ahead. We're not anymore. Go ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll leave after this. But they're catering to these Twitter people that are so small that have the loudest voice, but are so small in number because they keep complaining about her tweets and her not using pr- uh, pronouns to show trans support and all that stuff. And I I, I hate where Disney's going. I'm sorry. I just I just hate it. Right on, man. All right. Well, so I'm going to bail. I'm not going to take up your time. Uh, and I'll talk to you later, Bill. I thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Peace. Peace. All right. Thank you to Jordan for the call. Most certainly appreciate him. 1,000%. All right. You guys are talking about uh, Compton. Okay. I'm, I'm going to show you a house in Compton. I just looked on Zillow right quick. Just to, I just put in... Compton Zillow. I just, I just searched for that. Here's what came up. Okay. Check it out. Now, this house is 550. And this is on No Spring Ave, Compton. And you see the stats. $550,000. Three bed, two bath, 1,200 square feet. And this is off of Rosecrans. And from what I know about L.A., that's not necessarily a great area in Compton, Rosecrans, Alameda, all of that. It's right there. And this is this is what you get. All right. This this is this is kind of like what California has to offer in Los Angeles and in San Fran. It can't be a whole lot better. You understand what I'm saying? So you get a free dog. Probably not. But yeah, baby kitchen. Five fifty and Compton. So, I mean, hey, like I say, if you're living in if you're living in California, you could do better. Put it to you like that. You could do better. Maybe you like California. You got family there. Maybe you got businesses there or whatever. Okay, I understand. But 550, you could be living on top of a mountain here in Tennessee with a sprawling estate for 550. No problem. Matter of fact, let's let's do this. Let's look at um not not Nashville. Let's look at just Atlanta. Or what's what's probably a better one? Uh, not Atlanta. Let's look at uh, let's look at Cobb County or something like that. Cobb County, Georgia, and let's do five fifty. Well, I'll, I'll just put those stats in there once we get to it. Okay, hold on. Let me see. And my, my fat Marietta, we could do that. And then the price, let's do 500 plus. Must be to look, I don't want to do all this email stuff. I had I have to move on away from that and get to the next call. I don't got time for that. But yeah, basically, you could do better. Put it to you like that 550 would get you a lot away from away from that the, the left coast. All right, Paula, who am I speaking to? 812. It's uh, Joe from Indiana. All right, turn your speakers down in the background for me, please. Yes, sir, I got you. All righty. So what's happening? Uh, 
just wanted to call in to you the second time I called you, man, and uh, forgive me. Got a little fireball in me tonight. Oh, um, okay. Be be careful now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I'm actually easy to go, buddy. But uh, you know, I've seen a few people post some things about Trump and uh, Candace and, and Trump and like uh, other people that would be good to go with the uh, twenty twenty four election. But you know. <clears throat> I'm here to talk about anything you want to talk about, ABL. I mean, I love your show. I, I've been watching it, you know, here and probably about a good year now. And, and I took a few notes, you know, your Axel Foley did something on the, uh, on the chat line as far as the, uh, let's see, the, uh, the Biden misdirect. So, like, you know, while, you know, people were looking at the impeachment trial, you know, Biden's doing his own, like, uh, you know, uh, what you call the sign, sign uh, directives or whatever he's got. Like I said, I'm kind of, but anyway, I think uh, Trump would be good running with another party. He's got uh, where he can make his own party and. I would think it's it's kind of hard to do in a way because, you know, you got these Republicans running in the elections and you know these, like, libertarians that run with them, they're not going to make it. In case in point, like uh, Mitch McConnell in Kentucky, you know, he runs against the libertarian and the Democrat, which was, uh, I forget her name, I'm sorry, but I'm messing my people and I'm like, you know, you got to vote for Mitch because they're trying to cycle votes because they was running this libertarian like they was against something but you know the 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 uh the webpage you pull up it was nothing it was nothing to do with anything the libertarian was running for it was just to siphon the votes for the the newcomer it was some some female i'm sorry i forget her name she she was a um in the air force and um but what do we do in a situation where you know you want the newcomers to come into a new party but you know if if a democrat's got a strong game then how do you do you know the vote for the republican just to try to get the democrats from getting in office you see what i'm saying well i think the main thing you got to have a more unified party and uh, the best way to get the party to behave properly is to do what they're doing on the left with AOC and them, like a similar strategy. But AOC and her people, the squad, what they do, they're coming in there as their own party within a party. And their point is to move the party far to the left. What we do on our side, we can have our own little clique within the GOP and move that party back on track where they're supposed to go rather than trying to have our own separate party and try to compete with not only the GOP, but the Democrats too. You see what I'm saying? So just have reform within the GOP and get that back on track. That'll probably be the best way to go about it. The most strategic way to go about it. That won't, you know, put you in a weird situation. Uh, so, you, so you're saying like uh, stay with the GOP to run that party up just like they 
you know, tribalism in their like squad or whatever. Yeah, just just you know, just just fix it up. Just have your own little clique within there, and you know, push things, advance things, just make it happen. It's gonna be, it's gonna be some infighting, but that's not uncommon with any kind of business like that. And you gotta treat this whole thing like it's a business. You're gonna have some infighting, but at the end of the day, the purpose is to keep the whole thing together. So you have strength in numbers because if you break away to your own thing, you're going to have a lack of numbers. You won't be able to fight the other side effectively because you won't have the numbers. Like you, you guys could all be on the same page and that's fine. But if you get the GOP against you and the Democrats against you, then it's like, what you're going to do? You're going to be ineffective regardless. But thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. You have a good night. Same to you. All right. Yeah. Shout out to him. Okay. So. I was able to find something on Zillow. We're going back to the whole real estate thing. This is really important. If you live in California, if you live in California, you may think things are one way because you've not seen different ways of being. Okay. Now, I showed you guys a house in Compton for 550, three bed, two bath, right off Rosecrans. This is not a very good area. However, look at what you can get in Marietta, Georgia for less money hold on let's let's put it on the screen so this is five hundred thirty thousand in marietta georgia right down the street from atlanta and you get six beds six beds four baths four thousand one hundred square feet all right and is, is this new construction hold on let me check yeah probably probably new construction and everything nah 1988 but it's probably been renovated so I mean, come on. Finally, 30,000. Can you, can you get this in on the left coast for this much? Can you can you do that? All, all renovated, hardwood throughout. Now, that's probably real hardwood, too, not even vinyl, which is the funny part. I mean, come on. Like, different states have different standards of living. Now, I understand about Compton, you in the city, all this, that, and the third, but the city has 10 million people. Is it really worth it to be living in a city that's that big? Atlanta is a pretty big city as well. Living in Marietta, right down the street. If you want to go to the city, you can do it. You know, from where I'm at, it's about, it's, it's a nice little drive to Atlanta, but Marietta's right there. So if you want to go downtown for some reason, hey, you can do it. If you need to go to the airport, it's right there, half hour. Come on. I mean, <laughs> but my only thing that I got to say is don't move to Marietta. Anywhere in Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Texas, Kentucky, Virginia. Don't move anywhere if you're going to bring your same liberal nonsense with you. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Remember the other one had a little, ba little baby kitchen with one little baby stove, little, you know, trap house stove. You got a whole sprawling. <laughs> you got um, double ovens and big island and gas range <laughs> for less money. Uh, more land, space, room, all of that. See, that's that's why I like to I like to just look at real estate all over the country and just see how things are different. Take the state. That's why the left coast and New York. I just don't understand it. I don't get it. Big cities and all of that is fine. But you got big cities down here, too. Nashville is a, pr a pretty big city. Atlanta, pretty big city. Charlotte, pretty big city. I don't need Los Angeles. I ain't even like L.A. When I, when I was in L.A., um, what was that last year? Didn't like it. Did not like Atlanta. Much better. All right. Let's get to the next one here. But hey, if you if you like California, you like LA, then then stay there. If you like 
living among 10 million people and this nest of roads, that's fine. All right, calling Lounge, speaker to 615. What's going on, AV? How you doing? It's boom, boom, boom. How are you doing? All right, thanks. All right, man. What's happening? Man, I just got to ask you, man, how is your Black History Month going so far? Oh man, everything everything is all right. You know, I didn't I didn't get anything special. I didn't get any gifts from anybody, so you know it's it's all right though. Yes, you did. You got some gifts, man. <laughs> they took away Aunt your mama. They took away Uncle Ben's, and did they did they take away the Quaker Oats man? That's all I want to know. Did they take away Quaker Oats man? Hey, he he he's fine because he's white, so it's all right. But. <laughs> But but they might say that he's racist, so they might have to get, eliminate that too. I know. Okay, so check this out. So this is funny, man. So I was going through Instagram and I saw the Instagram post about the rap video with Cuomo, and I didn't really get it because it, it kind of like flew over my head real quick. I didn't really pay too much attention to it. So then I was at work, and I was like, "Oh man, you you had a show." So I was like, "Oh, ABL's got a show." So I clicked it. And I started playing your video where you did the video of it, and you were explaining what was going on. And I'm laughing, and I looked over at the beginning of the video, and I, <laughs> I saw the black dude, and I go, I thought to myself, man, that dude looks just like DMC, <laughs> but but not really. And I was like, man, no, no, there's no way. And I just kept doing my job and doing my job. And then I look over, and I heard his voice just a little bit. And I was like, no way <laughs> dude the thing okay let me break it down now let now let's be serious about this the pandering that goes on to black people they literally man and i'm gonna use some pronouns they they <laughs> literally think that y'all are so dumb like dude they look like remember the saturday morning videos like the, what was that called like the rock videos that used to come on to teach kids how to say their abcs yes that's like how that's how horrible that video looked and i'm like dude they ain't this what what y'all doing they're not this stupid what are you doing so i literally want to know as a black man how do you feel that they think you're that that they for real think you're that stupid come on man what do you think about that you know what to me it's just it's hilarious because it points out the hypocrisy they keep talking about how racist the Republicans are. And, you know, I keep getting told by, you know, my liberal friends, hey, you guys, why are you over there messing with the Republicans? They racist, they hate you. Meanwhile, you put on the whole uh, song and dance talking about, hey, go out to get the vaccine. It's like, really? Is that what you're going to do for me to, to get me to go out and get it? You're going to do something like that? And then when I'm reading some of these comments or some of these liberal places, they say, oh, well, black folks, they don't have computers. They don't know how to get. It's like, wait a minute. Everybody got, I, I saw a whole lady <laughs> with a basketball team of kids go viral for gluing hair to her head, okay? She got like $20,000, a brand new car. Don't tell me you don't got, got access to computers. We know how to get it. So, you know, it just, it lets me know that it's, it's just hypocritical. They are the exact yeah. same thing that they say that the other side is. Exactly. And the one thing that's killing me. And it's killing me, man. I, I go back and forth with my liberal friends, and I hang out with a lot of black girls because my wife works with a whole lot of black girls. So I always hang out with black girls, and they kill me because I will tell them straight up, like, what's going on? And they see what's going on. They see what I'm talking about. And I go, but you don't, you don't see what I'm talking about. And they go, oh, yeah, I see what you're talking about, but Trump had to go. 
Trump had to go. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? Trump I, had to go? What do you mean? But do you see what Joe Biden's doing? Trump just had to go. What do you mean Trump had to go? Joe Biden, like you said, Joe Biden is literally on like a dog chain. And they're like, hey, come up out the basement, homeboy. And they drag him up out the basement. Sign this real quick. Okay. Well, what am I signing? Don't worry about it. Kamala, <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. Sign it right now. And he signs it and he goes back down to the basement, man. What do you mean Trump had to leave? It don't make no sense. And a lot of them really say that they just did. He, he's too busy tweeting. He's too busy tweeting. He needs to be doing something. He's too busy tweeting. What do you think the rest of us doing? You got AOC on uh, Instagram filming a whole movie talking about how she got shot the other day at, at the insurrection. <laughs> and uh, she's sitting over, oh, I'm scared to death and playing out the whole. Man, they're all on the Internet, man. But y'all ain't got the Internet, though, so you didn't see that since you ain't got the Internet. So I, I forgot to explain it to you. So. Exactly. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm not doing a whole live stream from my from my house with all this internet and lights and everything else and camera. I'm not doing that because I don't have the internet, so I don't know what's going exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah, you ain't got no <laughs> you don't have no service. You don't have no service in the hood, right? That's right. What yeah, is. I'm in the hood. No service, right? They're gonna give you the service. <laughs> you you sit back and wait. They're gonna give it to you, just like they're gonna give you the stimmy check, and you're gonna be fine. And uh, lastly, before I know you gotta go, uh, Ramsey busted him in the mouth. I loved it the other day. I don't mess with dude because I already see what he's talking about already before he starts talking. So I live my life that way. I don't need to, to read up on dude, but he hit him right in the mouth. He said exactly what we all wanted to say. If you need $1,400 that bad and it's going to straighten out your life, there's something else going on. Something else is going on in your life that you need $1,400 to straighten you out. And Joe Biden, hey, 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 I already got people in my family already, hey, man, waiting on Joe Biden to come save them. If you're waiting on Joe Biden to come save you, then, hey, you got more problems than me. That's all I know. So, hey, man, thank you for taking my call. Have a good night. And shout out to the chat. You got the best chat on the Internet, man. We love, I love everybody in the chat, man. It's awesome. Uh, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, man. Holla. All right, Boomhauer with the great call. Shout out to Boomhauer. And shout out to uh, Wolfgang who says, lost my internet in a tragic boating accident. Hilarious. Hilarious. All righty. And thank you all for joining. The number to call is 434-65. It was right there for a minute. But 434-658-1220. The number is always in the description box below. Don't be afraid to call. It's all good. Let me get to the next one here. All right, call you on line. Take it to 707. Hey, what's going on, ABL? Let me turn my TV down right quick. Yeah, man, the last couple callers, uh, I, 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 I'm, man, I just got to piggyback off of, man. You know, everything just so crazy right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, for instance, okay, to start, I'm in California. I'm trying to. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, man, it's bad. But the job brought me out here. When yeah. I, uh, came out the military job brought me out here you know i made decent decent money but i can't see it because i'm out here in california so we, we're trying to escape back to indiana where we're from you know what i'm saying but with this recall effort I, i'm still moving i'm still moving i don't care what happens i'm still moving up out of here because i see what you say you know what i'm saying as far as once gavin newsom gone who gonna step in now there has been rumors that uh, Richard Grinnell, you know, the, the uh, former DNI, o, uh, ODNI, is, is uh, talking about running. 
you know, for governorship and everything, and that's cool. But the thing is, they have a super majority, you know, in, in Congress. So, I, you know, let's say he do get in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I still, I know it takes a while to, to get things, you know, uh, restarted and everything, but I don't see how, you know, he gonna really be able to do anything. I guess you got to start somewhere, but anyway, you know, once he in, I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm out anyway. You know what I'm saying? I'm going back east. But um, secondly, though, you had a caller a couple of um, calls ago, about three or four calls ago, talking about this impeachment thing. Man, maybe I have to tell you, I screamed and ran out of my garage when that count came in. But then when McConnell came on the mic Uh. and said what he said, man, I I just wanted to throw something at my TV, dude. I couldn't believe what I – my ears was bleeding. You know what I'm saying? I was, uh, so if the the GOP of Kentucky do not censor this dude like what Montana or uh, Wyoming did to uh, to um, Cheney or something, something needs to happen. This dude cannot get away with this. You know what I'm saying? And those seven, the seven, the, the, the you know the notorious seven that voted with the Democrats with this when they saw what the world saw. You know what I'm saying? And they steadily did what they did. Yeah, I'm just, I, you know, it, it was like a bittersweet moment. I'm so, but I'm glad that, you know, uh, uh, President Trump was able to, you know, be acquitted and everything. You know what I'm saying? But still, and I do agree with you as far as instead of reinventing the wheel, just fire these uh, these, these these people. You know what I'm saying? Just fire them. You know what I'm saying? Get them out. You just get them out of office. That's what we got to do. And, and these these states where these people, you know, supposedly represent, we, we got a year, if that, to get the the election, the, the uh, voting thing squared away. No more Dominion machines, none of that. Go back to the old school and, and even, you know, ink on the finger. To, to prove it, you know, whatever the case may be, because I was deployed in Iraq and was part of it's when, when Saddam got taken out, you know what I'm saying? We were part of the first Democrat democratic election. And we need to bring that old school <laughs> from Iraq to America, man, and that's and that's the craziest thing to me. It's it's just so crazy, you know. I just cannot believe we are. It's like every time I wake up, I got a knot in my stomach because I cannot believe what's happening right now. You know, they stealing stuff right in front of us. They, you know, just it's just a it's just upside down right now. But you know, this is the cars we are dealt. How are we going to deal with it? This is what we need to do. I, I I do understand the sentiment of folks saying we need to start a third party. I do understand that sentiment because that was my first one. But, you know, as my you know nerves settled in and I came back to some logic, I was like, look, what sense do it make and reinvent the wheel, man? We know what the problem is. We got a den of snakes. Get them out. 
That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Get them out, you know, and, 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 and take cues from the left. Take cues from them. You know, you had the squad come in and basically just transform the Democrats where you got the dude in the 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue with Che Guevara behind him. The communists is like, what is going on? You know what I'm saying? So, okay, then. You know what I'm saying? They stick together. They did. Just why reinvent the wheel? We, we know they playbook. Take it. Use it. You know what I'm saying? And our our side is benevolent. They benevolent. You know what I'm saying? God wins. That's what I. That's what I got to say. So there you go, man. Thank you for your but call. Thanks, man, for appreciate taking my you. call. I really appreciate that. Thank you. All right. All right. Good call. Now the caller was talking about Mitch McConnell and what he said. The, the crazy things that he said. I put that on the screen right quick and let you guys hear it. So, um, this is after he voted. What I'm seeing right now, it may or may not, it could be the right thing, but this is after he voted to acquit him, to acquit Trump. There's no question, none, that President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of the day. No question about it. The people who stormed this building believed they were acting on the wishes and instructions of their president. And having that belief was a foreseeable consequence of the growing crescendo of false statements, conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories, and reckless hyperbole which the defeated president kept shouting into the largest megaphone on planet, planet Earth. The issue is not only the president's intemperate language on January 6th. It is not just his endorsement of remarks in which an associate urged, quote, Trial by combat. I never heard that one. That's new. It was also the entire manufactured atmosphere of looming catastrophe. The increasingly wild myths, myths about a reverse landslide election that was somehow being stolen. Some secret coup by our now president. So Hillary Clinton didn't say that when she lost in 2016. Maybe I heard something wrong. Maybe you guys heard something wrong. But I remember her talking about Russia this, Russia that, and uh, he's an illegitimate president. She was saying that in 2019, years later. But when Trump said something close to that, oh, it's all of a sudden a problem. Oh, okay, I get it. I see what's happening. All right. Good. Hey, good job, Mitch. You know, and it don't even really matter what he said because he voted to not acquit him. I mean, he, he voted to acquit him. He didn't vote to acquit him. So what, what are we even talking about? Nothing, really. All right, let's get to the next one here. Let's go. 786, who am I speaking to? Hey, how are you, ABL? You could just call me B. Um, I called a couple of weeks ago. I'm the girl that 
allegedly dated Beiju of, you know, Robin Hood. <laughs> People were questioning if that was true, what have not. But, um, you know, obviously that's old news. I wanted to talk about, though, kind of related to that. I think, you know, there's a lot of foreign interference going on. And, you know, like there's there's all kinds of Russian and Chinese money influencing us. And I feel like that's really the root of the problem here. You know, you talk about Mitch McConnell. You talk about, you know, his wife making a ton of money off of China. And I feel like, you know, this, this is a really big issue here. And I'm actually Cuban-American, and I'm, like, sitting here looking at Warnock, like, geez, like, we really don't have anybody better, guys. We're really just going to, like, praise Fidel Castro and, like, bend over backwards for China. Like, Disney was pulled out of um, Georgia because of our abortion laws. Then they turn around and, you know, completely bow to the CCP that's committing a genocide. And, like, how, how can we get this foreign money out of our system out of our politics. You know what I mean? That's a good question. I'm not really sure how to go about doing that because the foreign money can be present in different ways. It could be direct, indirect. It could be so many different ways. It's really kind of hard to contain that. So I don't really know what the solution to that would be. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because, um, you know, as a Cuban American, I, I grew up hearing a lot about communism. I thought that that was like old news. I was actually Democrat up until recently. And then you could say I took a red pill, as they say, with this COVID election. And, uh, you know, like, I, I, I'm concerned about people like Warnock, you know, because it's like people are framing it like this is the right thing to do if you're humanitarian, if you care about black people, if you care about minorities, go for this guy. And then you look and it's like, why is there so much Marxism being pushed on the black community? Who's doing this, you know? Yeah, I mean... That's, that's a really good question because a lot of these things that we're hearing about now, it's, it's a lot of it, a lot of it's new. It's an education, K through 12, college, a lot of it's new. So yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Who's pushing this stuff? Yeah. I mean, maybe it, it changed with Barack Obama. I'm not sure. I see a really big difference from my generation. You know, I was in school during the Bush days and then like the kids right behind me, they're the ones that are like full on embrace socialism, communism. And I'm just sitting here like, when has this ever worked for anybody? You know, guys, like, is that like, I don't understand, like, why they think that's going to work for them. Right. I mean, they yeah. don't know. Like a lot of them, they're on social media a lot. And then they see certain things presented to them in a certain kind of way on social media. And they don't understand the, the idea of marketing and, and, and promotion and things that are idealized. Uh, they don't understand propaganda, really. They don't understand how deep it is because they're young and their minds are still developing. They have not really been exposed to this kind of high-level propaganda before, so it's easy to mold a very soft brain and to believe in these crazy things. Once they get to be older, hopefully they don't believe it anymore, but a lot of times when you set that seed early, it's hard to break away from it. Right, I, I hear you. So what would you suggest for somebody like me in Georgia? You know, we have a chance again in the Senate two years again, uh, Warnock is up for re-election. Like, how could we, you know, get involved, get involved with the black community, maybe, like, showing them, like, you know, Marxism didn't really work for for Cuba. <laughs> you know, there's, like, a lot of people in Cuba are black and what have you, so. Well, I mean, if there's any local political organizations. I mean, you got Blexit that's still down there in Georgia doing things. A any kind of political organization uh, going to schools, maybe if you're allowed to, if you're, if you're allowed to talk, uh, private schools, public schools, charter schools, somewhere, to get the information yeah. out there, you know, and have some of the young people 
that are peers to these kids, talk to them about what's happening and just casual conversation. Get get it out there some kind of way, you know, inform people mm-hmm. what's happening, inform their parents as well, because, you know, the kids at, at a certain point, they got to have parents. So although you could talk to the kids directly and that's one thing, but if you talk to the parents and have them understand what's going on so they can pass that down to their kids, that could be important as well. A lot of times the parents would get red pill and then red pill the kids. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my parents were red pilled, but you could say, you know, kids rebel. So, you know, I went the blue way and now I'm like, wow, now I'm older. I'm like, everything they said was right. Cause you know, uh, being Cuban, they're they just like, you know what? There's going to be racists everywhere in every party, every which way. So it's just like, do whatever's going to work for the community. So that's kind of like what the Cuban Americans did and, and ended up working well for them. But you would think like other minorities kind of look and say, hey, you know, that worked for them. Let's let's try that, you know. And they get really pissed off at us. They're like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. But, you know, time told that it, it actually did make sense for them. So, right. Yeah. But all right. Well, yeah, I'm going to try to get involved. But uh, thank you for, for taking my call tonight. All right. Thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate you. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's get to the next one here. And the number to call, 434-658-1220. All righty. Skype caller. Sorry. Can you hear me? You're on, you're on live. I'm going to say your name, Miss K. Hello. Hello. Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like listening on here and then I was. I got you. We're live. What's Hello? happening? Am I on? You're, you're live. Okay. Hey, I had to wear my. Yes, I can hear you. Hello. Okay, you might be delayed. Are you listening to the YouTube? So, am I on Skype or am I on the phone? Okay, don't uh, just be just be on Skype. Skype. Okay. Okay. So I had to go put my Trump that shirt back on today. Okay. Because of the of what happened. I was so excited. I I guess you've seen the Gorilla Glue Girl, correct? I have, yes. Okay. So um, what is so funny is about 27 seconds in, she says, bad idea. And I'm like, today when they said, hey, I tell you what let's do. Let's, um, let's uh, have a witness list. And, and, and the Trump team said, okay, let's have a witness list. They were like at the Gorilla Glue Girl was going, uh, bad idea. And so, man, they dropped that like a hot potato. That they, was hilarious. They, they sure did. I'm like, 301 witnesses. Yes, we'll be right on there. We'll, we have our and number one was who? Did you see the list? I did not see the list. Who was um the number one? Number one was Nancy Pelosi. Oh, yeah. Under oath. Yeah, that, that yes. would have been a bad idea. And she was, I guarantee you, she was back there dropping her vodka and doing whatever she had to do to go, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> she had that Gorilla Glue in her hair going, bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, um, I just I just wanted to give a shout out um, the other night. Thank you for taking my call. So a friend of mine that I didn't know watched you at school the other day came by and said, saw you on ABL. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's yeah, excellent. and I mean, like, this is a hush hush person that's like, I'm like, you, I didn't know you listened to him. And he's, she's like, Yeah, and I didn't know you did either. So uh, um, I just also wanted to give a shout out to, to my channel every once in a while. I have a teeny tiny channel called Praise One, and I always give you a shout out. 
uh, my son gave me some information and then I know you've got lots of callers, but I, I, this is just information that I say is interesting. Um, that the Trump Hotel in DC, I would love to stay there, is about four or 500 a night. That's out of my price range. But guess what it is on March 3rd and 4th? What is it? 1500 to 2000. Wow. Why so much? Wonder if something, if, if there's something going to happen. I, I don't know nothing about nothing, but we're we going to see what's going on because that's, that's a pretty, you know, it must be, you know, a big party coming in or something going on that particular day. Yeah, I think there's going to be a party going on. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks, ABL. Love you. You've got secret people watching you in my <laughs> life, and I didn't know it. Well, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. See ya. Yeah, people, you know, they, you know, you never know who in your life is conservative. That's why I say a lot of us, sometimes we're afraid to come out as conservative. You know, we're afraid what our friends are going to say, what the family's going to say. But you never know. They may feel the exact same way about you. They, they're not coming out. You're not coming out. Then all of a sudden, hey, I saw you on the show. I watched the show, too. And then now y'all kind of like avoiding each other, at least politically, can now have to talk politically. So, yeah, that's how it is sometimes. You'd be surprised who is conservative, who's really watching. Yeah, it's 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 a good thing. All right, it's Kate Caller. Who am I speaking to? Hey, my friend. Hey, I saw you on the show. All right, man, I got some background noise. Hey, buddy. Everything's all right. Okay, like, what what do we have going on here, sir? <laughs> I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about the country. <laughs> I know things been going bad, but you might think I look like Joe Biden, but I'm, I'm actually not, you, you like all the presidents wrapped up in one right now. <laughs> I'm actually his clone. Oh, uh, wow! Really, you're, you're a clone? I would yeah. never have guessed. <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to be kind of upset about the engine mama pancakes. I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I said you got I I some yes, got some Uncle Ben's in the back too. Yeah, I got some Uncle Ben's too, buddy. It's been real upsetting only getting fifty million votes. But it's been a rough couple of weeks, bud. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm just kinda upset and afraid. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot going on for sure. It's a whole lot happening. I went ahead and put my Chinese flag up, it looks like. Hey, might as well, you know, just, just put the Chinese flag up, have that be. Matter of fact, take the American one down, have a Chinese one up, and then do the Chinese National Anthem every morning. That'd be your routine. Yeah, I agree, buddy. It's been a rough couple of weeks, I tell you. No I'd bring my wife on here, but she's got some kind of doctor thing she's doing. I just don't really understand <laughs> what's the, what the issue is. Right. But don't think I'm trying to beat Joe Biden. Uh, I can't. I can't really. I'm seeing. I'm seeing George Bush, Joe Biden, Donald Trump. I'm seeing a little bit of everybody. I'm seeing Mike Pence. <laughs> well, listen. When you put these glasses on, it don't help me. It nah. really don't. Being forty six. Like, like you about to go um, outside cycling for a minute. I might go jogging. 
That's what most of the guys do. Yeah, okay. But it's good talking to you. I, oh, it's oh. been a while. You probably don't know who I am, but... I, I have I have no clue. I you know that the mask is totally fooling me. I'm just totally just like wow. Like I don't I don't I don't see you. I can't see you under the mask. I think I know who you are. I don't think you know who I am, buddy. <laughs> I'm probably CIA or CEO or something. This could be. It's probably Facebook. I'm probably the Facebook man under here. <laughs> okay. Well, I thank you for your call. Oh, it was good talking to you. I appreciate it, buddy. All righty. Okay. Wow. You guys are, are wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I don't know who that was, actually. I thought I did, but I don't know who that was. But yeah, I'm, I'm getting, the, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm hearing Bill Clinton and I'm seeing, um, what's, what's the man from, um, what's Mike Pence? The, the cartoon version of Mike Pence from, from the actual cartoon. Oh, what was that? Uh, race Bannon. Yeah, I'm getting Race Bannon. I'm getting Bill Clinton, George Bush, Donald Trump with the little suntan eyes. I'm not, I'm not really getting Joe Biden, though. Hold on. Matter of fact, I'm going to put up Race Bannon right quick so you guys can see what I'm talking about. Okay. So that's that's Ray's Bannon. I'm getting I'm getting that guy right there. Just in the just in the, the white short haircut. Race Bannon, Mike Finch, George Bush, and Slick Whitley. All in one. All right, let's get to some more calls. The number to call 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. And if I get Slick Whitley calling again, I know that guy was a fraud. But let's move on. Okay. Two five one. Hello, who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes, who am I speaking to? Oh, hey. Hey, ABL. What's going on? Man, it's awesome to be able to be on your show. I've been trying to call in for multiple times. All right, so I'm here in Texas right now, and boy, is it getting cold. I was out of my parking garage, and I was noticing all the puddles were iced over. I mean, it's pretty crazy. But, you know, so out here in Texas this past year, there was a whole lot of progressive candidates that I was noticing uh, that were running for office, whether it was for the House of Representatives or for the Senate. And I'm noticing this trend a lot, especially in Texas. And they all seem to have, like, the same attitude, the same language that, or that they kind of speak with, and they all kind of have the same plans. And they use this language like, Oh, I have an agenda for black lives or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's you know, it just seems kind of weird. And I wonder why this is happening so much in Texas, you know, cause I, I feel like the same thing kind of happened in Georgia, but I'm here in Texas. So I'm kind of noticing it the most out here. You, you know, do you think that it might have anything to do with some kind of like Bloomberg money or anything like that? It you could know, be. Maybe, I mean, there's, there's all kind of money floating around for these types of things. Like I was saying before in previous shows, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter raised $10.6 billion in six months in 2020. So, you know, I'm asking, yeah. okay, where's the money being spent? Is it spent in community revitalization, after-school programs, 
uh, meals and Habitat for Humanity type stuff, building homes in the hood. No, probably not. It's probably going nope. towards what you're talking about right there, spreading propaganda around the country in certain spots where they're trying to change it into something different. Yeah, yeah, definitely, you know. And I think I think if it's like, if it's, a, if it's any money from Bloomberg, there's probably the main goal, of, or one of the main goals at least, is gun control. And I'm noticing that being pushed out here a lot in Texas, too. For some reason, the great state of Texas, which is, in my opinion, the greatest state in the United States, uh, I, I'm, I'm noticing that gun control is something that's being pushed here, it seems, more than in most places. And it's really, you know, it's really, really strange. And I don't know if I can see if they're making gains or not. It would seem that they are. But, you know, I'm, I'm also, I'm seeing these, some of these states like Utah, that are passing, you know, that are passing constitutional care. Utah just passed it, I think, um, like really recently. Um, and I, Arizona's got it. Uh, Mississippi has it to a certain degree. It's like if you ha- if you carry your gun a certain way, they have constitutional carry, but they don't have it in Texas. And I don't get it because Texas is, you know, is kind of like known as the, you know, the state of guns. You know, it's all gun rights here. It's the freest of free states, but yet we don't have constitutional carry. And so far, I'm, I have a feeling that, you know, there is maybe legislation moving through to, you know, that's, that might be pushing for that. But so far, it doesn't seem like there's anything um, on the main stage for, uh, for constitutional carry here in Texas. Do you have any thoughts on that? That was, that was kind of a long question. So are, are you saying that you don't, yeah, you're, not, you're, not, you're not seeing so much about um, having – Constitution to carry in Texas be a main thing that's pushed like it is in other states. Yeah, and I find it strange. You you know you know what I'm saying. Like some well, of the other I, states. I, I answer you, I answer your question. Yeah. Um, I think mm-hmm. um, yeah. Now it, it, it is a strange thing, but um, I, I think that there's an effort by a lot of different people from the outside to have Texas go a different direction. Now I'm not sure yeah. they're going to actually be successful. But there should probably be more of an effort because it shouldn't be a thing where Texas is like, okay, we're we're a red state, we're going to stay red, and that's it. There should be more of an effort to really set that in stone to where you're not going to be influenced by the outside and just fold and become another Georgia. Yeah, for sure. You know, and another thing that I, I don't want to keep you know keep you keep you for too long, but uh, there's there's one other thing that I'm noticing. It's also got to do with Texas. Um, there's a lot of people who are maybe in the Midwest or some people, maybe if they're, they're in Georgia or something like that, who are saying, Oh, my state is turning blue. So I got to move to Texas to get away from the blue. You know what I mean? Like to get away from the, you know, you talk about like the California virus, as you say, um, with, with Californians moving to all these other States, kind of like a California transplant and maybe people from New York or other really, really blue States. And people are saying, oh, I got to move to Texas, the red, you know, the red state. Well, then, you know, do you, you ever feel like maybe people saying that is a bad thing because that's just going to create a whole lot of more solidly blue states? And that. Well, you know, you know there, I mean? there, could, there could be transitional periods of states going through different things. It, it could be kind mm-hmm. of an up and down thing. Like uh, you may have California become more red at a certain point. Like right now it's solidly blue, but. If people are leaving, jobs are leaving, things are changing, the demographics are going to change. People are going to go different places. So things things may just change in the country. That might just happen. But um, it's you can't really avoid that 
as far as anybody talking about it, you can't really avoid that. People are going to say what they're going to say. You got freedom of speech. But thank you for your call, man. Sure. Definitely appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, ABL. It's been a pleasure talking to you. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah. I'll catch you later. Yeah, it's kind of hard. I understand what he's saying. You know, you don't want to have people just moving over, talking about, oh, we got to go to Texas and then make Texas like California. I get that part, but it's kind of hard to really just put a put a bottle on that. You know what I mean? So let's get to the next one. 954, you're the line. I'm speaking to. Hey, brother. How you doing, man? Everything's all right, man. How about yourself? Good, man. Hanging in there every day. I wake up uh, since Inauguration Day. What gives me hope is I type in Antifa.com, and it redirects me directly to the White House website. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Not, not. This is not the campaign site. I'm, I'm just wondering why any basic programmer couldn't have taken that down. And for some odd reason, it just happens to be there every single day. Well, somebody, somebody owns, somebody has purchased the rights to the domain, and they're doing that. I'm not sure who it is, but whoever it is, you know, I need, I need to get a high five in the beer and some more stuff. Yeah, definitely. So let me ask you a question: What do you? What's your take on Roy Blunt? Uh, in that video of him on inauguration day, walked out, and now it looks to me like it's his wife. But I'm, I don't know. I've never seen anybody walk freely uh, with their hands behind their back like he did. Um, I've not seen that. Like, so what? What video was this? Uh, you can probably, if you go to DuckDuckGo, you could probably run a search. Uh, Roy Blunt arrested and find a video of it. I'm sure there's. It's been circulating for at least uh, since the twentieth. Now, who is who is Roy Blunt? Uh, I believe it is a senator, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, yeah, I've not, I've not heard anything about that. I, I'd check it out. I yeah, I can't confirm it. What I can confirm is a couple odd odd things. I mean, obviously, I don't know if you've seen that video. Um, I think the reason that these arrests have either, I think arrests have personally been either being have been being made and are being quiet. And this is all obviously we know there's too many anomalies going on. My my number one suspect thing is that we had an incoming threat of Chinese. Um, at the Canadian border. And I, I mean, I just off basic verification, you can see a video from December of 2000, uh, uh, 2020 from last year, uh, December, and there was at least 300, 400 Chinese troops. And there's a video you can find as well, uh, Chinese troops in Salt Spring Island, Canada. Yeah, I had to check it out. I've never heard it. I've never seen this before. So I had to check it out. Oh, I can, I can even send you the link. Um, anybody can go on and verify, uh, go same thing, go through DuckDuckGo if you want. That's probably the best way to get a hold of the video, but, um, Salt Spring Island, definitely Canadian troops, men and women marching. Um, you had a, on inauguration day, mysteriously, uh, we had a, uh, a UH 60 Blackhawk go down in upstate New York in Menden, New York, uh, on a training exercise, quote unquote, uh, which, which boggles my mind is that. They were, it was 6.30 in the evening, and they're apparently doing night vision training. And the first thing out of the police uh, police chief and the fire chief's mouth were, freedom isn't free. Mm. Well, that's interesting. Well, thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Have a good one, man. All right, same to you. Yeah, I've never, I don't know anything about what's going on, but I'll check it out. All right, let's get to some more here. 860, you're in line, I'm going to speak to Hello. Hello, hello. Hi, it's Sonia. I was uh, multitasking and I got through. How are you? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you got on, but everything's all right. How about yourself? 
All right. I was mesmerized because while I was trying to call you, I read this thing on the Internet here that uh, I'll just read it to you because this will caught my attention. It said, now that former President Trump has been acquitted, Democrats now want Congress to vote to invoke Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which prevents anyone who has engaged in insurrection against the U.S. from holding office. This can be done with a simple majority vote. It just literally came up on my screen. But see, you know anything about that? You know, see, the thing <laughs> is, like, you got to be able to convict him on insurrection. You can't just say that he did it and not have any conviction. You know, it's just like saying, okay, mm-hmm. if you get, it's like if if a bank has a policy of not allowing people that have, um, you know, a history of uh, tax evasion or some kind of thing to, thing to do with stealing money to work at their bank. But if somebody, if there's no actual record of a crime that somebody did, they got convicted of, then you can't you can't say they did something. You got to have an actual some evidence of a crime and conviction to say they did this, and then have have that be hold, held against them. So there's nothing there. There's no there there. But they're gonna try to use that, and they may try to use that as a talking point, but nothing else. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, I figured they might want to go after him criminally because I don't see them letting it go. But um, you were showing a house on the screen there, and I didn't get to hear the audio at the time, but I did see the location. So all I want to know is, are the gangs included with the 550K home in Compton? <laughs> hey, the, the, gangs, the gangs are coming for free. They're, they're going to be there for free. Uh, the, the gangs, the violence, the drugs, that's all for free. Totally included in the price. I mean, isn't that where Boys in the Hood was based and NWA and all of that? All of that, yep. City of Compton, that's right. <laughs> Well, speaking of rap, um, I could not believe when I saw the uh, vaccine song, I thought to myself, is this for children or are they targeting it at adults? Because I cannot believe that they would have not only a rap song, but a cartoon one at that um, to add to the list of their pandering moves. Well, you know, the thing is, it has to be for adults because the kids are not going to know who Run DMC is at all. Like that was in the 80s. You got kids that were born, you got kids that are like, well, adults that are like 30 that don't know who they are. So if you're going to talk about kids that's on TikTok and stuff like that, this is not towards them at all. And if it is, then it just further adds to the incompetence that this commercial exudes. Well, I can't believe that um, Run DMC would even participate in this thing. I'm really uh, surprised. But the thing is, is that this is not offensive, but Aunt Jemima is. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> so Aunt Jemima you know, a nice uh, older lady with pearl earrings and all this and that. That's that's somehow offensive mm-hmm. when we got to cancel it. But, you know, a whole rap song talking about virus uh, vaccine, that's that's totally fine. And we're going to spend money behind it and put it out there to have some real world impact happen. It's pretty crazy. I didn't even know the pearl milling company was behind it. I didn't even know that was the they were behind on Jemima. I never heard of them before, but uh, pretty, pretty boring and bland. I was going through my pantry, and I only had Log Cabin and Mrs. Butterworth, so I'm marked safe from the surf scandals, at least. Um, <laughs> no, I can't believe um, Gina Carano. I don't know anything about the Disney stuff or what she's involved in. Like you, I only know about A2DC, 3PO. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Same, same here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about that, but I have seen her in movies many years ago. And she caught my attention because she was in some form, you know, all her movies, she's in some um, physical combat in her scenes. So she looked different and I had to look her up. And that's when I learned that she was a professional um, fighter. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. So I would love to see them try to cancel her to her face. 
Yeah, that, they don't want to do that. They don't want any kind of parts of that. You're talking about an MMA fighter, and she's a pretty, you know, uh, strong, strong-built lady, so that's not going to go over too well. No, not at all. And then I'll leave you with this. Have a great weekend and happy Trumpin' time. All righty. <laughs> all right. Ciao for now. Bye. I know. All right. Shout out to Sonia for the call. And yet you guys talking about Compton is uh, <laughs> a Spanish-speaking community now. It's all Mexican now. Yeah, I heard about that. I know Compton, it ain't the way that it ain't the NWA stuff anymore. If you don't speak Spanish, then good luck. But, you know, like you guys said, at one point, Compton, Compton was all white. Compton was a white neighborhood. And then what happened was it became black because people moved there from other parts of the country. That that it did a specialness on Everybody Hates Chris. On Everybody Hates Chris, they were talking about um how Chris was in New York. He had moved there for South Carolina with his parent with his family. Moved to New York. They're living up there. It's crime and violence. And then when his cousins was in California at the time, Compton, Watts, whatever. And she's like, yeah, you got to come out to California. It's no crime. It's sunny and everything's all right. You see, what happened was they're bringing their hood rat cousins out there to California and just causing the wreck. Then you get bloods and crips and everything else that come about after the whole Black Panther movement. Then you get the drugs and all of that. And now you got gangland. Then as you get more uh, immigration, more illegal aliens and all that in California, it's now Mexico. Southern California, the California in general, is Mexico. And if you don't speak Spanish in Southern California, well, good luck. <laughs> good luck getting a low-wage job. Good luck. You know, you can forget about it, but I digress. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Yeah, Chris Rock, Everybody Hates Chris. That's right. And he had a TV show called Everybody Hates Chris. And apart from his life was that conversation about you know come to california it's all good no crime and violence all of that and that was also part of i think boys in the hood it was the same thing but then as you bring your hood rat cousins and your crazy you know low iq then it becomes something else all right but let's get to the next one 304 you're on the line who am i speaking to 304 hello hi who am i speaking to all righty. Barbara. What's going on? Um, I was just calling in about, first of all, my main concern is how are we going to have any integrity in our election for the next presidential race? Well, you got to make sure that you have the right people that are on the ground involved in the race in a local way, because you got people that are actually, you know, uh, the volunteering to watch the polls and do all that while the voting is happening. See, a lot of us had to come in after the poll, after the voting had happened and then observe recounts and stuff like that. We got to be there on the actual night in the place, touching the ballots. That's the best way to go about it. You know, just anybody, anybody could volunteer, do whatever they want locally when it's happening rather than after the fact, that's probably the best way to go about it. Yeah. I just want to, I just want as an American citizen, and I'm sure all American citizens want to have confidence that when we vote, that our vote is actually going to be, you know, accurately counted. Right. Yeah, I understand. That's, but that's probably the best way just to be there on the ground when it's happening. Yeah. And I also want to say about um, the whole thing with Uncle Ben's and Aunt Jamama, 
you know, in my opinion, I never viewed that as anything other than like, you know, a compliment. Like, I don't understand what the problem is with everything like that getting canceled out. I just feel like that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's it's silly. But I think what's happening is you have the uh, the people on Twitter. They're getting upset. They're getting offended. And their whole objective is to find things to be upset and offended about. So then they come out and speak out against Uncle Uncle Ben's and Aunt Jemima, all this and that, talking about the history of it. And they create enough of a uproar to get it canceled. Because what happens is um, some of the sponsors and some of the money people take notice and then it becomes a corporate issue. So they just want to go ahead and just yeah. get rid of it. And then you wonder, where does this end? You know, like what's next? I, I, that's, that's a good question. You know, what's the next thing that it's not offensive that can be spun in a way that makes it offensive to some small number of people to the point where it gets canceled. That's a good idea. That's a, that's a good um, question. Yeah. It's, it's just very scary. The times that we're living in. And also um, I, I want to say about Trump, you know, when I voted, I was pretty undecided. So I did my research. I was like, okay, who is Donald Trump exactly? So I went onto YouTube and I started typing in, you know, some videos about Donald Trump. I only knew the uh, public persona that I had seen from him. But I started seeing videos that dated all the way back to the 80s where he was, like, standing up for our country. And he didn't like how we were getting ripped off. He was, you know, talking about it. And he had always had that point of view. And he was consistent throughout the years. And he was, like, America first. And I just can't understand what is wrong with putting our country first, you know, and I don't understand why so many people just see everything on the media and they're just like, Oh, okay, that's it. You know, they don't do the research for themselves. Right. That's right. But, um, you know, I just wanted to call in. I've been watching you for a while and I really appreciate what you're doing. And I'm actually not far from where you grew up. I mean, I'm in West Virginia, Oak Hill. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know about it. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it up there. You know, I like I like being able to visit. I want to go back once all this stuff dies down and visit my family yeah. up there, up up ran and all that, and like all, yep. all up all up the river. So I like to go back pretty soon. Yeah, we're pretty much um, open up. You know, of course, you have to wear your mask and abide by the rules and everything. But I won't keep you. I know you're busy. I've been trying to get in for weeks, and I just really wanted to give you a shout out for keeping everything real and waking up people's minds to be open to, you know, hey, go figure it out for yourself. That's right. Well, thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Have a great evening. All right. Same to you. Uh Bye-bye. All right, yeah, gotta go America first. That's that's the best way to go about it. Because if you're not America first, then it's like, what's really going on? What are you? All right. Now I'm having you online. I'm speaking to nine one seven. Yes, hello. Can you hear me? I heard you well. Yes, hi. Uh, my name is Daniel. Hold on, before, um, before hold on, hold on. Before, before yeah. we go any further, I got noise in the background. Turn it down for me, please. Yeah, I turned on the noise on already. Good. Can you hear me now? I hear you well. Okay, so just, I just want to make three quick points. I don't want to take too much of your time. First of all, uh, big fan. I appreciate everything you do. Um, keep doing it. Um, but I got three points, and I want you to just, um, if you could just 
like as, it's only three of them and you just answer as I go with them. And right, number one is the hatred for, for Trump that these Democrats have. Like, is it hatred that they have for Trump or are they just scared of him running in 2024? Well, it's both. both. It's definitely both. They, they, they don't like Trump. They don't like what he stands for. And they're, they're afraid of him as well. They're, they're afraid of him in general. Aside from running the game, which would be the worst nightmare, they're afraid of him in general because he breaks apart the establishment. They don't like him being in that position. They want to have what they do just be what it is. They want to pretty much go untouched. But they can't have that happen when Trump is in. It's like, it's like an irritant or an agitator that messes the whole game up for them. So they don't want him in there. That is crazy. And, and, and not only that, but when Joe Biden took the, the, the oath, I mean, his speech, let's unite. We're going to be united. I'm going to be, I'm going to be a president for both parties. Um, how can you say that when you're trying to impeach the party who voted 74 million you know, people? I don't understand that. Yeah. You know, it, how is that uniting? It's not, but it's, they say pretty much whatever. They, they say anything. Like, I don't, anytime you got these politicians, these, these politicos talking, people like Joe Biden, anybody, any of these establishment guys, I don't listen at all because what they're saying is just not really real. I listen to what they're saying to see what they want to do, re reading between yeah. the lines, but I don't take what they say as what they're going to stick to. They could pretty much change whenever, whenever they want to. Yeah. Um, my second, my second um, point is, um, it's just funny how they... This morning they just wanted witnesses out of nowhere, and then when the Republicans demanded they wanted they want Harris and Pelosi, they changed their mind. Do you think that's the reason they really changed their mind, or there was something else behind that? That was weird. I'm not really sure why they would do that because, I mean, these people they're they're pretty evil, but they're not dumb. These people are pretty smart. That's why <laughs> yeah. that's why they're able to get certain things done. They're pretty smart people. They think, uh, you know, kind of a ways out. So it, it doesn't make any sense for them to vote four witnesses and then back away when they talk about, oh, let's get Nancy Pelosi. That doesn't make any sense to me. I think what happened was maybe they were ill-prepared for it. That had, that had to be what's going on. They were ill-prepared. I was hearing that. They said mm -hmm. they, they did not know they were going to have to actually call witnesses until that morning. So then when the vote came, they were surprised by it, but they couldn't not vote for it because that'll look bad. Cause it's like what you're trying yeah. to hide. But then they had to actually back out at the last minute. So they could say, well, we did vote for the witnesses, but at the same time, they did not have them. It's just a political type of thing. Either way it goes, it was just kind of weird. It just It's just more of this these games they play. You, you vote for the witnesses, and then you don't want to have them five minutes later. It's so, <laughs> yeah. it's so dumb. Yeah, and which leads to my last point, which is uh, the Democrats actually can benefit from the acquittal because if Trump, basically a former president, can get impeached after he left office, then that means anybody can get impeached. That means Biden... Kept, could be the next one getting impeached because of what, you know, with his dealings, with his son's dealing in Burisma, they're going to investigate everything. And, you know, they actually got off the hook there because if, if Trump would have gotten impeached, I'm pretty sure they would have gone after Biden, after, after Obama, and after anybody else that they, they held um, a high office. After they left office, something happened while, while in their term. And, and I, want, I want to get your thought on that. And with that, I'll let you go and, and keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to keep watching and supporting your channel. All right. Thank you for the Take call, care. man. Appreciate you. Yeah, so um, the whole impeachment thing will now be used as a tool. It's, it's a tool. You already saw, um, was that Taylor Green? 
you already saw her put her impeachment in there. As soon as she got in there, she filed a article of impeachment against Joe Biden. It'd be a tool used against people. Why not? I mean, if the left does it, why not everybody else? Right, center, whatever. Impeach everybody for whatever the reason may be. Use it as a tool to, you know, just dirty somebody's name, try to get them out of office. Use it as a just a, a, a piece on the chessboard. Why not? Of course, it's going to happen. 541, you on the line? Who am I speaking to? Yeah, um, I was calling basically. Did you did you hear what Trump said or his statement at the end of his uh, speech today, saying that in the next couple of months he has a lot to tell America? Hold on, Trump's speech. He uh, he had he, had, he spoke today. Yeah, he, well, he didn't speak. He he released that statement no. or whatever. No, I didn't read the statement. So what what was the statement at the um at the end that you're talking about? Um, I, I didn't read the whole thing, but basically it just said, uh, in, in the next, uh, few months, he, he has, a uh, a lot to tell America. I was just wondering if you had any ideas, apparently you didn't hear about it, but, uh, <laughs> what he might be talking about. Man, that could be anything. That could be some things that, um, he didn't want to say until now because he was in office. It could have been a conflict. Uh, it could be some things going on with, uh, certain people, you know, dropping some information about, Members of Congress and you know cocaine, Mitch and whatnot. I have no idea. <laughs> I think uh, I hope it's spicy. Yeah, so I, I, I'm I'm ready, really ready to hear it. And what I want Trump to do is to do a tell-all book. Okay, I'm uh, not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really a real book reader at this point. I read some books when I need to, just for information, just because I have to. And some books are really good, but um. I want to read that book cover to cover a few times. I want to hear a nice tell-all book about what happened in the White House. And all, just just put it all out there. Whatever you can put out there without going to the penitentiary, put it out there. Yep, yep. And, and hear it from him because you know he's going to, you know, he, he's going to go right on the edge of, you know, going to jail for to tell the truth. But, um, yeah, he, I, I want to read that book too. Yes, absolutely, 1,000%. Um, and then also, uh, I was going to ask you something else, but that's okay. Thank you, ABL. All right. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Have a great night. Bye. Same to you. Okay. I, I, I did get an email. I got an email from, I think, uh, Trump's team. You know, you get some of these. Yeah, I got some for the 45 office. Okay, let me see if I see anything here about going forward. Nah, I don't see. This might not be what he was talking about. I have to find what he was speaking about as far as, you know, because he put out a statement about, you know, the impeachment and the result, you know, a lack of conviction. So, but I don't see the other thing about, well, I got more to come. Yeah, that's. If you guys have that, please send it to me. Contact at anthonyblogan.com. I'd appreciate you if you did that. Okay. I'm ready to call you online. What's speaking to you, 757? Yeah, Mr. Logan? Yes, sir. Hey, it's just uh, Chesapeake Bob here. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Uh, I'm okay. Uh, it's been a while since I called in, but I, I did want to ask this question again. Any chance of uh, you and Jericho and B. Tatum getting together and doing another podcast? 
I mean, I, I hope so, but you know, everybody's got their own schedules, but I hope so. You know, that's I, no, I'm a, I'm a call Brandon and everybody and be like, Hey, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's get it back together. But like I said, y'all have our own schedules, so I don't really know, but I hope so. I do too. They're great. But I, I did want to uh, actually express what I, my thoughts on how this election turned. Can I do that? Go for it. Have you ever heard of something called a lazy voter? No, I haven't. Okay. Lazy voters only came about recently. So during this election, you had these states like Michigan and Wisconsin and Georgia. They went around and they circumvented the election rules and they blasted out mail-in ballots, right, to everybody. And I think there was just enough people who don't normally vote who got a ballot in the mail, sat down at their kitchen table, said, yeah, Trump tweeted something I didn't like today. And they filled it out and they mailed it back. And there was just enough lazy voters to make the difference. That's what I think, and I believe, swung the difference. I'd mm. like to know your thoughts. Well, I mean, that, that, that could be true. It could be. Um, there could be some other things going on, too. But uh, that's, that's definitely possible. Uh, demographic shift, I think that, that really made a difference. People leaving uh, particular states for economic reasons, California being the main culprit, in my opinion, people going to Arizona, Nevada, uh, New Mexico, that, that definitely could have swung it. Uh, and I think you're right. There was a number of little things here and there that made the difference. But I think this was a big part of it. And this is why I push to make sure that the election laws within each state, okay, should be changed so that we no longer ever have states blasting out ballots to everybody on the rolls who don't normally vote. They get them in the mail and they mail them back. I think we have to get rid of those uh, mail-in ballots. Yeah, definitely. That was a disaster because you're just mailing them out to any anybody. Uh, they're on the road. They might not live at their address anymore. I heard of one story where a person in D.C. got six different people's ballots mailed to their address. It's like, man, come on, this is crazy. And what's the if if there's no voter ID, and all the ballots are getting mailed to one address where the person does not live anymore, what's to prevent someone from filling them all out and sending them in? How can that be stopped? If there's no voter ID, what you gonna do? You're exactly right. And I just wanted to, to let you know my my new phrase is called lazy voters. And uh, by the way, we miss you down here in Tidewater. Oh, well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Have a good night. Yeah, that that mail in voting that was terrible because you can't you can't really check it. It's just kind of open, wide open. All right, let's get to the next one here. Four four three. You don't know who I'm speaking to. Hey, ABL. This is Robert. All right, man. What's going on? Hey, I uh, just want to say I enjoy watching your show. Um, I wanted to, um, you know, I'm a firm believer in the constitution and you know uh regardless if you're democrat or republican um i'll support either side democrat or republican but um i don't think i think you have extremes on both sides of course left and of course what happened in the capitol um i was just wondering what do you think is a good you know i guess how can we as a country support the constitution or do you think that's possible at this point in time that's kind of a broad question. I'm not really sure. I mean, I think that uh, 
there are certain laws in the books based on the Constitution. Sure. And we got to follow those laws. And if the laws are not followed, then it needs to be there needs to be some kind of punishment. There needs to be some kind of enforcement of the law. A lot of times people are just breaking laws and there's no real punishment. So there's got to be law enforcement that is supported from the top levels, from, from the higher ups down to the beat cops and correctional officers and everybody else. It needs to be, you know, leadership support that will allow law enforcement to do their job. Correct. And I guess the problem is, is that if you have a, a government or a law um, officer support that doesn't uh, provide the law equally to both sides where there's one standard for one and not the other standard for all. I guess that's the question. How do we, you know, keep that standard for everybody when unfortunately, you know, it's, as you can see, it's not, it's different for Republicans and Democrats, unfortunately. Well, yeah, that means we need to get, you know, better judges. I mean, that, that, you know, you're talking about legislative. We're talking about what happens when you get to the punitive stage. So, you know, you got to have the right judges and, all that good stuff in place to make sure that you got the correct sentencing and the correct punishment for people, regardless of what their race is or their political affiliation. That's correct. Yep. Yep. And and I, I just want to say, you know, I think that that's the important thing. And that's one of key, what will keep us united as a country is that if we all have, you know, equal, you know, rights of speech, you know, bear arms and so forth. Unfortunately, I don't think that's happened, but, you know, that's a, another broad conversation. But I just want to say thank you for your, your content. I enjoyed and I enjoyed the, your approach. Well, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Okay. Thank you, sir. Okay. Bye. Yeah, I think I meant judicial. When talking about the, the punishment and all of that, you know, the, the, the correct judges and whatnot in place. Also, those that make the laws don't have any kind of caveats for different races. Have everything just be, you know, simple across the board. And don't have so many laws that don't go with what our founding fathers said. Don't have laws like, okay, we're going to take your gun if you got a so-called assault weapon. Nah, that's not constitutional. Don't have presidents get impeached or go through impeachment after they're already done. Not constitutional. Let's follow the law. And we got to have that happen at the leadership level. If we don't have proper leadership, then we're not going to be on the right track, period. All right, let's get to the next one here. And let's go. Five four one, you're the line. Who am I speaking to? Five four one, hello. Hello, who am I speaking to? All right, I got noise in the background. Try to speak it down for me, please. Yeah, I'm trying to get it off right now. I got it. <laughs> All righty. Hey, uh, how you doing? I'm just calling. Uh, I got a couple just questions that maybe you could help me out with. Is uh, well, I didn't. I did not notice the. Uh, <clears throat> Mitch McConnell thing today because I didn't really watch the impeachment because it was a sham as far as I was concerned anyway. Right. Right. And then um, uh, the next question was uh, uh, President uh, Biden. I consider him President Burden <laughs> uh, to, to America, you know. And then uh, I also got a sign made up for Viva President Harris. Uh, because I don't believe Biden's going to be. Where, what do you feel about that? Is he going to finish his term? I believe six months he'll be gone. Yeah, like when he got in office, I was like six months to a year. That's pretty much the max he's going to do. Because the whole point is to have him just get across the finish line. It's like we can net Bernie's. He didn't even really campaign. He was in his basement the whole time. A Democratic exactly. Party were like, yeah, a Democratic Party said, you know what? We're going to go ahead and just let you stay over there. 
Stay in the basement. Each stick attendees, applesauce or whatever. We'll drag you out of the basement to go speak in front of a podium every now and again in Philadelphia, down the street from where you live in uh, Delaware or in your basement in Delaware or outside of your basement down the street in Delaware. And that's it. Don't don't travel. Don't do nothing. Because if you travel, you might get hurt, might catch the virus. We don't have time for that. We're going to install you. And then if you can't do it anymore, you can't get out of bed, your arthritis lacking up on you. We'll take you out of office and then we'll put Kamala Harris in there. It's a win-win. We're able to get across the finish line with you halfway dead. And then we get to put the first minority, black, Asian, X, Y, and Z, ABC woman in there. And we good. Yeah, absolutely. And that sure seems like the way it was. And then another thing with Kamala, uh, she, uh, I watched some of the primaries, right? Uh, the Democratic primaries. I couldn't believe, I mean, she tore him up and I couldn't believe he picked her. Hey, you know, he, on the busing issue and hey, the whole thing. She, she did. She bought, She almost called him more racist live on TV. But yeah, hey, right. I, I guess it's fine because, you know, it's a Democratic Party at the end of the day. It doesn't really matter as long as we succeed and get across the finish line. Then that's that's really the main thing. And, you know, I, I think that the GOP can learn from that, you know, because, OK, if we're trying to succeed, why is Mitch McConnell going out there talking about how bad Trump is? What are you doing, sir? That's not going to help you at all. Trump is not in office anymore. What are we thinking about? Let's be all together and be unified against the left because they're unified. She came out there, called us man, everything but a child of God, and that's the vice president. So what are we doing? You got you got you got to do things that make sense. Exactly, and then what you're doing and sharing and enlightening people. And I've been uh, the I, I'm an independent. I went. Uh, uh, Republican back uh, so I could vote in the primary for Trump, right? So I voted for Trump in the primary, I voted for him president, I voted for him again this time. But now I went back to independent. But that's okay. It just, um, we got to, yeah, you're 100% correct. We, I mean, we got to fight. There's so many, uh, the guy, a couple from Texas, I can't remember their names. I mean, we, we, I, we need to get people in to fight just like that because they don't care. They're going to, they want a one party system and they want to get rid of us, the, be part of kid party they don't want anything they want to be a control and socialism fascism and whatever you want to call it but it's happening that's right okay well thank you for taking the call you have a great one and uh be cool and uh peace out all right thank you for the call definitely appreciate you <laughs> okay bye-bye all right shout out to the caller hey wait you're online i'm speaking to it away just like that okay all right, can you hear me, boss? Yes, you're on the line right now. Who am I speaking to? Oh, yes. Am I talking to Anthony Brian Logan? Yes, you are. And I have background noise. Turn it down for me, please. Uh, I'm sorry? I have background noise. Turn that down oh, for yeah, me, please. I'll turn my, yeah, I'll turn my uh, uh, voice down here. Yes. Yes. All righty. What's going on? Uh, yeah, Anthony. Hey, how you doing? Everything's all right. How about yourself? Uh, good, uh, sir. Yeah, I'm watching your your video right now live, and I agree with uh, all the points you say. Uh, I was an Army uh, three-tour combat tour veteran, uh, 10 years U.S. Army. I believe the election was stolen. I believe there's a lot of evidence out there that's not not being put out to the public. And it's being uh, suppressed by, by the media, 
And I just want to say that I appreciate you being out there and uh, showing showing this evidence, putting out this uh, this uh, this evidence. You know, as far as what's going on is great. Oh, definitely, definitely. And uh, also, as far as the impeachment uh, process, uh, President Trump being impeached twice already, uh, trying to be impeached, is a farce. It's a kangaroo court. There was no real evidence. And uh, as far as the, I wouldn't say the Republican Party or Conservative Party, I would say the Smart People Party putting out the, the hypocrisy on the left side is so evident, I don't understand how people can't believe what's going on. I mean, people sometimes so I, they just they just believe whatever they want to believe. They don't even really care about the hypocrisy or how ludicrous it is. They believe whatever they want. And it's really kind of sad that that happens, but that's just kind of the way it is, unfortunately. Uh, yes, sir. And I, I, I have some Democrat friends, uh, le uh, leftist friends. They're not necessarily extreme left. And I try to present evidence to them. Uh, that they only wa all they watch is CNN news or MSNBC, etc., and they don't even know some of the news that I watch. But then they accuse me of not knowing what they know. Uh, and I try to point out to them: uh, Do you know uh, about a uh, 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 Biden's sons scandal situation? They're like, "What are you talking about? I don't know anything about that." Really? And but then they turn around and say, oh, it's just scandal. It's made up news by Fox News. So I, you know what I where I'm going as far as this is. Yeah. Yeah, they just, they, you know, they, they're kind of like in the echo chamber or an isolation chamber. They don't understand what's really going on. They watch whatever it, it speaks to them. <coughs> Excuse me. They don't hear anything else. All they hear is what speaks to them. And they're ignorant of other things that are going on. It's really a shame. Yeah. Um, and as far as all the racism thing. All right, Anthony, I grew up in a, in, okay. You probably, you probably heard this calls before I grew up. I'm a white guy. I grew up in a black neighborhood in Springfield, Illinois. I can verify that all that went to Lanphier high school, Springfield, Illinois, a white guy track scholarship for track and field college. I grew up, you know, I got beat up a few times cause I was a white guy had, uh, most of my friends when I was in high school, middle school were all black, you know, black males and uh, black males and females. I grew up in a black neighborhood and uh, all of a sudden I, I have uh, a genetic racism in my blood. Are you, I'm, I'm, you know, excuse my language. Are you fucking really serious? I'm sorry. You can't cuss, but I, I, I get, I get where you're coming from. I really do because it's like you grew up with us. It's like, it's like you're one of us. So then you get to be an adult and they're telling you that you're racist. It's like, what, what are you, what, what are you talking about? That's not me. I'm from these areas. And you know what? The crazy part is that the people that are trying to tell you that you're racist do not come from your type of area. It didn't have, it didn't have your life growing up. They grew up probably and a 99% white area, even if they're black, but they want to just overcompensate and then call you the racist when it's just not true. 
Yeah, yes, Anthony, I appreciate that. And uh, like I have all respect for all nationalities. My wife is Korean. My my daughter is half Korean, half uh, uh, uh well they call them Eurasians. Eurasians. My wife my my daughter is half Korean, half uh, um, uh you know white. I I I lived in Korea for 13 years. I know all about being with minorities, you know. I grew up with it. And just to see this and to see white people out there, Antifa, most Antifa is all white. If if I, you know, from the videos I've seen. Yeah. And, and I don't see a lot of, a lot of, a lot of my, I, and I, my, 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 uh, my minority friends, my black friends, my good friends, I don't see them out there protesting. A lot of them are in the military also. They think it's all just ridiculous and disgusting. So that's all I want to say. It's like, uh, this is just, it's all politics. It's like the Democrats trying to run with this. That's all I want to say, Anthony. Well, thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Okay, thank you. All right, you have a good one. Thank you. All right, th- shout out to the caller. But that'll be a wrap for the call tonight. Thank you for everybody for calling in. I appreciate you guys. You guys have got a, you know, a, a great call-in show tonight. A lot of good callers, a lot of good people in the chat. Thank y'all for being here. Uh, nice concurrent viewers in the building Got about 2,500 I'm glad you came through and stayed Hopefully you enjoyed the show uh, If you're not subscribed to the channel I don't know what you're waiting on I mean, subscribing is totally free Go ahead and subscribe right now And click the bell So you get notified Whenever I go live and or post a new video Alrighty And thank you to the demise For keeping them trolls in check Keeping the few of the weird comments in check I appreciate all of you guys And you know who you are Thank you for what you do all the time I most certainly appreciate you I got super chats to read, and then I got to wrap it on up, put the bow on the top, take these headphones off. It's like taking the football helmet off, but I digress. Let me see. Uh, let's go to, where was that on the last super chat that I read? Just to make sure I'm in the right space. They, they changed it on the back end, so I can't really see that well. Hold on. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, I think I know where I'm at now. Soundly in Atlanta says, if you got spending cash off of Reddit, but try and stay outside of Fulton County. Stay outside of Fulton County. 100 on Moss. Do you have Dr. Matthews from ATL on your show? You'll be glad you did. All right, I'll check him out. Dr. Matthews, if you're out there, hey, come holler at me. If anybody has a contact to Dr. Matthews, let them know. Thank you to Wolfgang who says, I watched all the impeachment trial on... Uh, Rakita Law, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, highly recommend you get to hear Nick tearing apart Democrats while they are presenting. Uh, Apple says uh, Capitol Police let in protesters and stood by. Thoughts? I don't know about that. I've been hearing about that, but I don't know exactly what happened. Like, what was I, I want to hear? I, I want to hear exactly what was going on with that. Because I'm seeing one thing, but I don't know how that happened. I want to hear the context and the reasoning behind it. Shout out to Greatness81 who says, vote out the traitor state legislatures that a lot of Democrats stole the election too. There you go. Wolfgang says, oh, we can't say still. We got to say uh, fortified because that's what Time Magazine put in their article on the internet that we all can read right now. So can nobody say that we just made it up because they said it in their own article, but I digress. Uh, Wolfgang says, okay, so Romney is 20% foe, but if you vote him out, how sure are you that a Democrat doesn't take that R? Is Trump hate their only flaw? If so, uh, Whatever. 
Well, Romney is a deeply flawed person beyond the Trump hate. Romney went to a Black Lives Matter rally. So, I mean, <laughs> if you go into Black Lives Matter rallies, what's the point of having a Republican in there? Have a Democrat in there. What's the difference? He also says the Twitter mob is trending. Hashtag 14th Amendment. They actually shouldn't. They are completely misinterpreting it. Not in their favor. Let's help trend it. <laughs> Thank you to Kat, who says ABO 2024. Thank you very much. Thank you to Jack, who says, if Gina Carano was fired for speaking out against the tactics of the Nazis, then I think it's fair to say that Disney supports Nazis. P.S. Sorry if saying that word is bad for your stream. Oh, don't even worry about it. It's all good. Thank you to Wolfgang, who says, hey, I missed those Saturday morning cartoons and also lost my internet and tragic boat accident. There you go. Thank you to Max, who says, have you seen Jesse Lee Peterson videos? Of course. Shout out to him. Wolfgang says, I was born in California, left when... Five years old, forced to live in San Diego on a Navy base. Visited my folks numerous times. I got pretty lucky. Shout out to Michael who says, thanks, APO, for calmly holding the line. Great work, sir. Hey, I do my best. Thank you for your uh, donation. Definitely appreciate you. Shout out to Wolfgang who says, McConnell is right. Trump is irresponsible. That does not mean he is to blame. Democrats are to blame. Trump tried his best to protect the Capitol. I mean, the thing is, if he's irresponsible, then, then everybody is. Because everybody says the exact same thing that he says. How is it any different? He's just being uh, persecuted for it because he's Trump. That's it. That's all. Uh, Wolfgang also says, Biden, just watch out for Kamala Bud. And also Greenland is the best state. <laughs> Greenland is the best state. Oh, okay. I know it was a state, but we'll move on. Thank you to Top AZ who says, that's what the mess amnesty is for. Democrats are trying to create millions of new blue voters in the border states. Correct. Exactly. It'd be funny if they try to if they go start to vote the other way, then they're gonna be like, oh man, we gotta kick him out. We gotta revoke the amnesty and deport. Uh Antigone Hart says, Hi ABL, love your show and the orange shirt and join the calls. I'll be signing a petition to recall Governor Gavin Newsom, Trump twenty twenty four. Uh I guess that's referring to the other crazy caller. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Uh shout out to Ryan who says the Lucky Charms Leprechaun will be banned next. That's white supremacy. Yeah, Quaker Oats, Lucky Charms, all of that. That's, that's white supremacy. It's offensive. They're going to go ahead and try to ban that too. Thank you to Didi who says, who TF is paying taxes to this administration? Seriously. <laughs> Gaming Tech says, this is Daniel. Just spoke to you. Thank you for taking my call. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you, boss. Anagon says, Facebook has an emoji of a black woman with squinted eyes and a hand crossed over her chest that states, be kind to yourself. Uh, I guess that's... Um, Said it's written. Yes, it contains a misspelled word and stereotypical posture. <laughs> oh, okay. So to be kind to yourself is spelled Y-O-U-R-S-L-E-L-F. So it's spelled like that on purpose. It's, I mean, I want, I want to see that emoji. Somebody send me that, please. I want to see this, um, you know, ghetto emoji. But anyway... Thank you for that, Anagon. Shout out to Leo, who says President Trump acquitted again. Democrats cry again. Yes. And I don't know why they're crying. We all knew what the result was going to be. Everybody knew. This is like the least amount of, um, uh, what, what did they say? That, that's, a, that's the least amount of uh, suspense ever in a verdict. Shout out to Elizabeth for becoming a new ABO supporter. Thank you to Laura, who says, we went from having a fierce line of a president in Trump to now having a donkey and a hyena in the White House. Wow. Elizabeth says, hello, I just want to thank you for your videos. Keep it all, all, all informed. Thank you for that. 
Diddy says, Eugenia says I think Trump will run in 2024. Seriously, you think you can that you can think you can. I have another. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy says, Congress speaks on the floor. Immunity oath don't. Gaming Tech says, let me go back to where it was. One thing I give Democrats, they are united and have each other's back. I wish the Republicans can do the same. Imagine what they can accomplish. There you go. Diddy says, the new Joe Biden drinking game. When you lose, you drink someone else's beer. <laughs> Keith says, new song by Keith Bridges, Masks Off on YouTube, iTunes. Okay, you're promoting yourself. I mean, if it's good, then I'll check it out. Thank you to John who says, oh, become new, a new member. Thank you to Seji Takaharo who says, ABL, I wrote up an email to you about 14th Amendment, Section 3, and in brackets, no person shall have engaged in an insurrection. Trump was acquitted of insurrection. Well, he was acquitted of incitement, not insurrection specifically, but it was incitement of insurrection. So how are you going to charge him with that now? Is it a criminal case? Like, what do we got going on? Thank you to Boom Boom Boomhauer who says Elliot Page wants that royalty check for that bro outfit, <laughs> but I digress. Uh, thanks for taking my call tonight. Much love. Shout out to uh, A Broken Heart who says Democrats are good at keeping racism alive, whereas uh, Republicans, independents, only want what's best for the country to benefit everyone regardless of race. Yes. Keith says, could I get a plug for my new song? No, sir. I've not heard your song yet, so I don't know what it is. But thank you for your donation. Shout out to Wolfgang who says the government provides a horrible, in quotation marks, or in parentheses, service to its citizens. Services are taxable. Each, each citizen should tax the government for $1,000. It doesn't make any sense. You're taxing yourself. The government does not make any money. So you're taxing your own money back to you. Lewis from Spain says fake woke was good with the video. Scary stories with Tom McDonald freaks the H out of everybody. The best scary story I ever heard. I'll check it out. That sounds good. Frank says, I want Guam in America, Samoa states. Oh, uh, see, now, now I'll be going down the rabbit hole. Now I'll be going to have Guam and Puerto Rico and America and Samoa and all kind of stuff. Matter of fact, let's do some um let's get let's let's do let's do some uh imperialism and get the Philippines. Get some of that good um get some of that good uh lumpia with no import, but I digress. Shout out to Gaming Tech, who says, Daniel, again, I'd rather have a Democrat in Romney seat. At least they would keep it real, not to fake Romney. Will they get voted out? Keep going, ABL. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you guys. All right. Yeah, the three hours did fly by. That's right, Laura. They flew right on by. But that's a wrap for me tonight. I will see you guys again live on Wednesday. Okay? Enjoy your Valentine's Day, whether you got your husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, you by yourself or whatever it is. Enjoy your day. Have a good night. And shout out to Didi who says, what's the difference between the Democrat and the fish? One is a scum sucking bottom dweller and the other one's a fish. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. But enjoy your Valentine's Day. Have a good night. And until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.